Right to Bryden is recorded live in front of the YouTube audience. Spicky and I really should be the first people you, you turn to. Anytime there's a big event, you turn to us first. We'll, we'll sort you out. We'll tell you exactly what to think. Don't, don't go out there and think anything on your own. That would be dangerous. North Korea now saying tonight that the United States demand that it give up its nuclear program could be a deal breaker. Women won eight congressional nominations in the state's primary vote last night. Two women will face each other in the 6th district in the fall. All right. Okay. Um, well, here we are yet again. Uh, I'm Bryden. Uh, Spicky's here as well. We are America's journalists right back where we should be. Um, man, Spicky, today's been total shit for me, but uh, we've got good news. We've got some not so good news. We've got some funny news. Uh, I think we got all kinds of news. Uh, and, uh, you know, there's some Jews and, and other minorities in there as well. But, you know, with me as per the usual to say the news, it's Spicky. What's up, pal? Uh, not a whole lot, you know, just uh, fucking around with this computer. That's why we're 15 minutes late because Windows is an absolute piece of shit. This thing is a ticking time bomb and uh, it might it might meet its fucking death before it's uh life expires on its own let's just say that yeah i mean you know it's always a, yeah yeah i mean hey you know what's better than having a computer that kind of runs is not having a computer at all that way our our, our commuters and our uh, uh live folks uh don't don't get to hear us at all spicky that's um that's some real short-sighted planning there bud no i've got two the problem is uh, i have to use this one right now and uh I'm going to see what I can do to move that other one upstairs uh, maybe this weekend. You've been saying that. project. Yeah, but it's a project. That. <laughs> it's not a project. It, well, I don't have I, – I don't <laughs> have – like, it, it doesn't have a, a wireless card, which doesn't work for shit in my house anyways. So I've got to get a Cat5 up here, which I just don't want to fucking do that. That really sucks. It's, so fish from the first floor down to the basement, then all the way up to the second floor to add a fucking cat five jack. That blows. Nah, you just no, just like run it up like all along the walls and shit, man. Then it'll look real cool. Yeah, um, I'm not gonna do that. Well, I don't know. But uh yeah, thank you uh to any of our commuters that uh are allowing us to uh be your your uh Thursday morning commute and to all of those that are here in the OIWD studios via YouTube, the free speech platform that we all love. Um it's funny, Spicky, they had a uh YouTube had a survey. It was like YouTube creators, we would like to know what you think about things. I got halfway through it and realized like I probably can't repeatedly call them the N-word or communists. Uh, without getting the channel shut down. They said that it would be anonymous and stuff like that, and I don't believe that for a second, though. So, <laughs> No. <laughs> no fucking way. No, they're baiting oh. you into getting the channel shut down. Like, oh, well, you, you called us the N-word, huh? Well, let's go take a look at your channel. Ah, they sneakily try to not say the N-word, but I know what they're up to. 
they they How sure like faggots have been deplatformed everywhere else. <laughs> they sure like uh, they sure like that uh, Nassim lady. Um, <laughs> man, summer has hit. <laughs> summer has hit really fucking hard though. Um, it's like eighty some odd degrees. Uh, I'm like marching around having to do stuff. I get in my car and I just burst into flame. Um, it's I, that that has to be doing something with the with your computer as well as it's just real hot you should probably like get it some water um, or like a little spray bottle just spray it down every now and then <laughs> I'll, I'll keep my beer right on the keyboard how about that we'll, we'll do a little liquid cooling yeah that's a dangerous game how many times have you spilled beer all over a fucking computer before in your lifetime it sucks and it's sticky yeah, like you can't just you know fix it it's just it's still sticky forever yeah, every time I uh, open this computer up, as a matter of fact, the T key is completely stuck. I have to fucking, like, give my keyboard a few hammer fists to get the T key to unstick. for, And it lasts for, like, a half an hour, and then all of a sudden it's just, it does nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's fucking bad. And, like, I pulled it apart, like, try to clean it and shit, and it's, like, it's deep down inside of the fucking keyboard. It's It's not a good fucking deal. Yeah, still, I accidentally poured candle wax all over my uh, my main laptop like a year and something ago, and uh, now the keyboard what? section of it doesn't work. I know. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I was real drunk, and I was showing uh, somebody on a webcam. I was like, "Yeah, check out this candle. It's like smells real good. It was really cool." And they were like, "Oh, what kind is it?" And I go, "I don't know." And I tried to you know show it to them, and I just spilled candle wax all over, all over the fucking laptop like a genius like Man, a, i had a no shit uh, this is a really fucked up deal when i was in high school for my 16th birthday i got a really really expensive hp laptop still have it actually probably work better than this fucking thing right now but uh i spilled uh, a whole glass of water on it and it just shut off and that was it so, you know, I fucking pulled the battery out, went and bought a fucking giant bag of rice, stuck it in that, wouldn't work, couldn't get it to come on. So it was still under warranty. So I thought, well, I'll just call HP's tech support, which was the biggest waste of time ever. So while know, that so was happening. You, to your laptop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. He's like, oh, did you try to turn it on? Yeah, obviously, you fucking retard. So long story short, while I'm on the phone with this guy for like two hours on hold for 45 minutes before that, I was running the Windows recovery disk, just fucking trying anything, and it was working, working. All of a sudden, it just, it, it gets through, and, and the fucking Windows came up. I'm like, motherfucker. I hung up on that guy so fucking fast, dude. I've never been so happy in my life up to that fucking point. Like, I don't have to listen to this fucking guy talk anymore. My laptop's working. This is fucking great. And I didn't lose anything. That was the best part. Well, uh, we've got uh, we've got quite the show. We've got some nice uh, news that just broke here um, about 20 minutes ago. Uh, obviously, what you heard in the intro, we're going to be talking about North Korea. We're gonna, we got the, the primaries uh, from last night that we have to talk about, uh, interesting stuff there, both good and bad, both good and bad, but mostly, uh, mostly good. Um, you know, we got, uh, we got quite a lot of stuff. We got, we got, like I said, a lot of silly stuff, a lot of, 
good stuff, a lot of kind of bad stuff, but uh, might be time to uh, go ahead and push the Nas on the uh, smart car I hate here. Uh, what, what do you think there, Spexter? Let's give it a try. OIWD presents Right to Bryden. 100% correct. 70% accurate. How amazing is this? Giuliani says, Mueller's team told Trump's lawyers they can't indict a president. Now, I'm reading this from CNN, the uh, you know the most, most trusted name in news, guys. But uh, special counsel Robert Mueller's team has informed President Donald Trump's attorneys that they have concluded they cannot indict a sitting president, according to the president's lawyer. Uh, as, uh, uh, all they get to do is write a report. Uh, Giuliani told CNN they can't indict. At least they acknowledge that to us. Uh, after some babbling, they acknowledge that to us. That conclusion is likely uh, based on longstanding Justice Department guidelines. It's not about uh, any assessment or blah 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 blah. You, you get the gist of it. Um, we're we're not you know we're we're not going to give CNN uh, CNN's neat and unbiased analysis much time. Um, I don't care what Dana Bash uh, has to say here. I'm going to give you my completely biased analysis of this. No fucking shit, they can't do this. Uh, the only thing that they can do, they can, when he says they can write up a report, they can write up a report and uh, hand it over um, to uh, the House. And that's what we on this show have been saying for a while is like, that's that's kind of really what they're, what they're trying to do is it's 2020 opposition research. What they're doing is they're gonna write up the stupid report and they're gonna say, Trump is a big doo-doo head. And look at all these uh, terrible people that he is uh, hanging around. And please ignore the fact that uh, it's just come out that we had an FBI informant, uh, you know, in, in uh, the campaign there. And that, uh, what was it, so-and-so, I, for, I forget the name, excuse me, somebody might know, but I forget the name, uh, of the dude that gave uh, Papadopoulos uh, $3,000 to fly over to London. And then he got drunk with the... Uh, not ambassadors, not the Australian ambassador. They don't have those. They're called like ch uh, prime chancellors or something like that because you don't get to have ambassadors if you're part of the Commonwealth. Uh, it's a weird thing. Fuck foreign politics. I don't really care about that. But uh, please ignore that, uh, that we got Papadopoulos to, to say, you know, oh, yeah, I have cool information and the Russians have Hillary's emails, which is we don't even know if that's true or not, uh, just so that we can use that and the Steele dossier to get a FISA warrant to make this whole uh, thing where Robert Mueller pops up anyway. Please don't pay attention to any of that. That's just nothing to really, nothing to really think about. Don't worry about it. Trump is a poo-poo head. He's a big duty head and he's an orange Cheeto monster and a fascist. Bleh. That's their report. Now, um, James Comey's going to fucking jail. All right. Uh, just as a as a as a neat side note, James Comey's going to fucking jail because it seems that he told Strzok to go to London and then lied about it under oath. This is beautiful. The uh, Giuliani, that old cranky bastard there, said that he would uh, that hey, it's we're I'm going to wrap this up in uh, in a couple weeks. Well, it's been a little bit more than a couple weeks, but. Uh, this is coming to an end here, and it's going to come to a wonderful end because they've got nothing. And then from there, once the investigation is done and all they can do is send the report over to the House, which I don't see a blue wave coming. I don't think that uh, we're, we're 
out of the water by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, things are looking a little bit better uh, than what the, the the silly people would have told you two months ago when we were saying there's not going to be a fucking blue wave. <laughs> it's it's been over a year, okay? It's been over uh, it's been over a year here. They've got nothing. They're gonna wrap it up, and they're not gonna have anything now. Manafort recently. Uh, had his uh, request to throw out his case denied. That's still a shame. Uh, I don't know. I, I assume that Trump's going to pardon him. Um, you know, we obviously, we still got, uh, as a result, this whole Michael Cohen, Stormy Daniels thing going on. But um, there's there's nothing really there. And they know it. And I'm just more than thrilled about this. This happened, uh, I just read this about, yeah, it is updated 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, so this came out an hour ago from the time that we're we're doing the program. Uh, you know, for for those of you on your uh, on your Thursday morning commute, um, this is just fantastic, Spicky. I I am completely thrilled. This is a long time coming, and they always knew there was nothing that they were going to be able to, to, to be able to do here. This is it's going to be downhill for them from here on out. There's too much information about these the fake Russian uh, collusion, the, all of the things that led up to this this ridiculous waste of taxpayer money, the uh, wasting of uh, uh, the president's time and and the uh, all of our time really. Uh, of course, we we refuse to really cover it too much on uh, on the show until recently because. I always knew it was bullshit. But now that it's coming to an end, this is fucking amazing, dude. The only thing now that they can do is, I mean, expect some people to leave the country. It, uh, it, it's, it's now time. Hopefully when the IG report hits, when it comes out, we're going to start seeing some fucking, uh, we're, we're going we're gonna to start seeing some, uh, some charges uh, against people uh, like Comey. Um, Oh, oh, I still don't think Hillary's ever going to go down, but boy, I can sure dream, man. I don't know how on a scale of one to, uh, you know, coming, how big is your fucking boner on this right now? This is amazing. This is uh, this has uh, how many fucking trannies do you think killed themselves right now, dude? There are people whose lives are ruined by <laughs> this. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. Of, yeah, I'm pretty excited. I'd say like uh, my dick is a uh, about as hard as a nine out of ten, almost as hard as it could be. Uh, almost election, almost election night hard, but not quite there yeah. yet. Yeah, and I I actually ended up going to bed early that night, so I had to get up at like three o'clock in the morning the next day. But uh, yeah, I, I, how many fucking leftists are gonna spin this like? No, it's actually Trump's fault. It's actually Trump's fault that Miller can't indict him. No, he it's he he passed the law secretly that allowed it made it so Mueller couldn't actually indict him. No, not the case, but they're going to spin it somehow and they're just man, they're they're going to spiral out of control is what's going to happen. It's going to be fucking great. I, I'm hoping to ha have a, a pretty good happening like maybe a, a a reappearance of Black Lives Matter or something, just some mass protests destroying some fucking inner cities shitholes. Oh man. This is fucking perfect. I, I really appreciate this. And then, like, it's on CNN. I, as far as I saw first, right? Like, that's really going to fucking kill him.
Yeah, uh, that's I mean, that that's where I first saw it. So, I mean, I'm not totally sure, uh, but it's uh, it, 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 it's funny under the tweet where I saw this, their their tweet was, but Trump's not out of the woods yet because, uh, you know, I could send the report to the House and then they can they can still do something. You know, I mean, I'm not owned. I'm not owned. This is the, no, we're not part of a failing fucking network. No, we're not. Uh, but we're, we're, we're not uh, going to actually get wrapped up in this in history. We'll think very, very poorly of us when they make the Trump biopic called Gotcha Bitch, the movie. Yeah, ah. it's, I mean, the, the thing is, they, they successfully dragged it out for as long as they possibly could, which I think they were hoping was going to be till about November this year, at least. At least maybe regain the House and the Senate. That's what they were hoping. But this has been going downhill. It's been getting worse week after fucking week after week for the last couple months. And, and there are still people who are completely in denial about it. Uh, the, the, most of the left is just sitting there like, well, well I mean, how, no, he's still going down. He's still going down. He's still colluding with Vladimir Putin. <laughs> it's fucking comical. They haven't uh, they haven't brought up uh, the Russians in a while. And, you know, with no. um, uh, with that one firm uh, with with Mueller's, uh, you know, indicting all those Russians and then with the one firm being like, yeah, OK, we'll go to trial. Fuck you. Let's do this. Uh, we're going to need the information that you have us uh, on discovery for, you know, for discovery. Uh, he's like, um, delay the trial, uh, you know, and, and that's not working either. This is the nope. biggest fucking just most fraudulent uh, disaster of a thing. I mean, it's uh, it's it's going to be a, a a neat dance to try to get the uh, why I think President Trump isn't just declassifying everything is it's going to take a little time because imagine if he just pulled the rug out from everything. One, he'd get the blame for everything, and there'd be riots in the streets, funded by you know Jews like Soros and all of those open borders peoples. And I'd love to see. I mean, I would love to see Nancy Pelosi's fucking face or Chuck Schumer. Oh my God, I'd love to see his, his fucking face. But they've got to, I mean, they, they've got to know this is over. This is, uh, well, it's, uh, it's been a long time coming, but it's, it's fucking, oh man, it's going to come, it's going to come back with just such wrath. It seems like, I mean, I I'm hoping so. I'm not going to count my, uh, my chickens before they hatch here, but, oh, it does not look good for these snakes. I don't believe, uh, stupid cunts like Maxine Waters and Nancy Pelosi, uh, believe it's over because I think they are. Dumb enough to be 100% convinced that their shit actually went down between Trump and uh, and Russia. And I, I think they're full-fledged convinced. I mean, I think they are pretty much the face of the left at this point, as far as their following goes, where they're just mindless fucking retards that you could convince to do anything. Anything. They're just so fucking stupid. I mean, you can't convince me that Nancy Pelosi is just putting on a really good poker face. She's a stupid fucking cunt. No, I think Nancy Pelosi uh, is just doing. I mean, she's just trying to save face. She's just. I. I don't. I don't know she's how so much dumb, she though. believes it. I know Maxine Waters fucking totally believes it, though. I mean, she, <laughs> yeah. She's just. Come on, dude. She. She believe. I guarantee she believes that uh, they built the pyramids. All right. I'm sure she believes that Trump colluded with Russia. You remember when she took that that fucking uh, phone call uh, from those Russian like prank radio show things? Oh, yes. Like, I mean, dude, I, it's it's amazing to me that she is 
like she's she's been uh, had the job for so fucking long. Uh, there is um, there's a guy. Uh, he's, he's got his own problems, but he's a nice guy. I've, I've met him quite a few times. Um, haven't talked to him in a while, but I dare say we're we're buddies. Uh, Omar Navarro. Uh, who I haven't been keeping up with his campaign or anything, but I know he's running against Maxine Waters. Uh, so, you know, hey, if you're you're out there and I forget the district over in California, you know, there you go. I, that's got to get behind that guy, I guess. Because, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I've, I've had dinner with him. I mean, he's a nice guy. How does Maxine Waters win, man? Like, I don't get it. Like, I, I just don't, I just don't get how... I don't care how fucking black you are. You sit there and you listen to her ramble on during debates or whatever. Like, oh man, she's super intellectual. She's uh, she's the one for me to vote for. No, <laughs> like she wants. She's gonna give you free shit, is what it comes down to. But just how does anybody listen? I can't. Aside from like memeing her, how do you listen to that fucking cunt talk? I don't know. It's, uh, I mean, you know, I, I like listening to her every now and then just because it's fucking hilarious. I mean, it's, um, you know, who I want to see a debate between is like Maxine Waters and like Jesse Lee Peterson, you know, just, like, <laughs> just you know, uh, Jesse Lee Peterson, like the radio show host guy, he's like the uh, uh, black, um, uh, like Republican guy. And he's like, racism doesn't exist. I can't even do a good Jesse Lee Peterson. He's a good guy, you know. Uh, I mean, I've never met him. I don't know. He could like run kids down with his car, but I doubt it. You know, um, he's uh, he's he's one of those Uncle Tom guys, you know, but like he yeah. really embodies it. But I mean, he's fantastic. Uh, I know he doesn't like Maxine Waters, you know, I'd uh, like to see her run for president just so I could see Trump fucking destroy her in a debate. Uh, I think it's going to be gets, Biden. Yeah, you're probably right. But I mean, I would like to see it. I mean, I, I just it, that would be fucking comedic gold listening to her fucking tool on that she boon <laughs> oh man so yeah now that we got that nice breaking news out of the way uh for anybody joining just now Mueller investigation that's that's uh gonna go ahead and wrap that up uh because they they cannot indict the president that is what uh Mueller has told Giuliani and uh Trump's lawyers so that's uh that's just the the way she is there uh and uh yeah right to ride vital insight from a neat and an 88 dollar soup spotify partners with splc to purchase content from its music now i'm pretty upset about this honestly and we will get to the primaries in a second guys don't worry we got a lot on that um, following in the steps of Facebook and YouTube, Spotify is trying to scrub its platform of controversial content. The streaming music service has released a new hate content and hateful conduct policy outlining how it intends to identify and deal with music that violates the company's core principles of openness, diversity, tolerance, and respect. According to the policy, any tracks or artists identified as hate content defined as music that princip uh, principally promotes, advocates, or incites hatred or violence against a group or individual based on characteristics, blah, 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 you know, the whole thing. Except they have veteran status in there, which, like, who's making songs that are just like, fuck the vets? <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, nobody, I don't think anybody's making that, but, uh, you know, maybe they are. I don't know. Um, oh, Spicky, you're killing me with that. You're killing me. Uh 
This will either be removed or uh, removed from Spotify altogether or suppressed in promotions and stripped off of any platform generated playlist. So, yeah, I mean, you guys know, you know the drill. You know how they do these things. They either get rid of you or you're not going to be able to, you know, monetize or, or commercial or anything uh, on there. But um, several advocacy groups will help Spotify identify hate content. Among them, the SPLC, the ADL, and GLAAD. Uh, GLAAD is the uh, Gay Lesbian Ally Alliance dick party what is the what is the d in it and i don't know but glad is a <laughs> dumb fucks i have no I mean, idea it's one of those things it's it's uh it's you know it's a it's a it's a uh, gay people thing uh, and it's mainly like um uh like parents or something like that i don't know they're they're one of the ones that are not uh the hrc uh which those people are fucking terrible too uh, fighting bigotry is a fine goal, and I'm sure Spotify's intentions are pure. It also goes without saying the private company can moderate content however it wants. See, Reason.com is not thrilled about this. That said, uh, the this the this nice writing faggot uh, hate content policy is ambiguous, mess doomed to fail, and blah blah blah. Uh, so you know, being the the shitty writer uh, over here on Reason.com, that uh, Christopher Britsk, I don't know your last name looks like Tamagotchi. I hate you. Uh, let's see if you have a Twitter at. Um, so yeah, anyway, he writes this and he, he like adds, uh, you know, NWA and like, uh, money for nothing by dire straits, which is, you know, good. Cause I mean, I want my MTV. Um, but, uh, no one, they got some more of this cannibal corpse, I guess. Um, yeah, I heard, uh, one of the first things that they took down was XXX Tenacion. And I don't care what anybody says. I like XXX Tenacion. That is uh, that is just some good raw as fuck music with a lot of really bad singing stuff too. Like half of his catalog is total garbage. But you know he's like a young kid uh, and a criminal and and all kinds of problems. But he's you know he's an artsy one. You know he's like oh, I you know beat up my pregnant girlfriend. But like sorry about that. Like now I just want to make like really bad piano tunes and like every now and then you know whatever. He was like probably one of the only good people to pop up out of the whole SoundCloud uh for you know thing um i will ironically listen to lil xan every now and then though just because he's terrible but um i think if you ironically listen to music it's probably just as you might as well just come right out and just say like yeah i like that one song uh it's it's just so bad now like i like doing the the you know the uh what are they called the, you know the, the, whatever this move is where you just move your arms back and forth like you see it in all the rap videos you're like yeah and the app i go fuck like it's i mean those are great songs those songs are all my jam i don't know who the hell it is but uh, i'm sure it's that and then the bass is like it's it's fantastic you know you get real drunk and then you you listen to access destination but um why why is the fucking ADL involved with everything on the internet? Why is the SBLC involved with everything on the internet? These fucking Jews, dude. Like, just leave well enough alone. I, You know what? This might end up being a good thing because it's like, yeah, why don't you piss off the angry blacks that make songs about killing people? <laughs> That's a great idea there, Shlomo. Good fucking idea, genius. You want your fucking, <laughs> want your fucking high IQ and shit, dummy. Like that's uh, I I mean may, maybe I am in the accelerationist in me is like in full support of this. I'm like yeah yeah, piss up all the black rappers, do that, do it. But I I know that probably nothing's actually gonna happen here. Um, 
I, I, I just, I couldn't believe it. Fucking Spotify. They're going after angry and hateful music, dude. This is the, like, this is the, 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 the lefty equivalent of when they started banning, like, uh, you know, uh, uh, like metal songs and stuff. I'm like, oh, you can't listen to that Judas Priest. It, uh, it, it's, it's something to behold. It really is something to fucking behold, dude. I mean, it's beautiful. Um, what is cool? What is non-hateful music? Then I'll bet I'll bet Nicki Minaj or anything that's just like, yeah, I'm a slut and I take a million dicks in my butt is gonna be totally fine. Like, I mean, I'm sure the Ariana Grande, uh, you know, uh, bicycle song thing is gonna be fine because you know that's just about the uh, like jerking off dudes and getting like banged so hard by n words that uh, you can't even walk. Like, no, I'm sure that's fine and totally child appropriate. You know, that's that's completely fine. But heaven forbid we have some fucking cannibal corpse or, you know, I, I like NWA. I'll get down on some NWA. Like, why the hell not? It uh, What's appropriate? Well, does that mean the greatest rapper of all time, Eminem, is going to get taken down entirely? Because just about every single one of his songs is promoting violence or hate of some sort. Uh, he notoriously hated faggots until he became one and started sucking dicks off a grinder. Uh, I still don't gonna... know if that was a joke or not. Um, um probably not. He's so fucking know. out of it right now, dude. He has lost it. His music just... sucks now so fucking bad. They just pumped him full of oxytocin and he's just like, yeah, I hate Trump. And like, yeah, I mean fuck it, I'll make a grinder account. Like, why not? My raps are shit now. Just... Uh. What about that uh, that one Fetty Wap song there? Uh, you know, the the one where he's talking about, like, cooking crack and shit. It, Wait, which one? Keep the, well, yeah, well, <laughs> all right, so pretty much all of them. But, like, his one actually, like, famous song, like the, the, the notorious one there, hey, they're going to take that shit? Yeah, I know. I just think the video is hilarious because the fucking guy's got one fucking eyeball. It hits me every single time. It's awesome, dude. Like, all rappers need to have some type of disability, like, besides being dumb, you know? Like, that would just be fucking great. Dude, I, I remember I remember looking up how he lost his eye, and I'm like, I don't believe that. He got fucking shot. There's no fucking way he lost it like that. So I don't even fucking remember. It's still in my my fucking brain that he got like stabbed wow. or shot in the eye or something. He had so if I remember correctly, he had something wrong with his eye when he was a kid and they had to like, you know, take it out or disable it or something like that. I don't, I don't know. But like, yeah, you know, and he just, he can't, you know, he just, it's not like gone. I mean, it's, he's got like a glassy eye thing going on. It's like cloudy eyed and shit like that. But, um, you know, I, I just, uh, I don't know if it's gone. I don't think you like stick your fingers in there or anything. Like it might as well I, be gone. I don't know how eyes heal if you take them out either, though. I'd imagine they'd heal up. I think they just stuff some newspaper in there and sew that <laughs> motherfucker shut, to be honest with you. Gotta use <laughs> the New York Times for something. Hey. That's that's what I would do if I was a doctor back in the eighteen hundreds. Oh, you lost your eye, faggot? Here, have some fucking shitty fucking tree bark or something and just fucking sew that, glue that thing shut. <laughs> I like how you have glue there, uh, which I assume would be horse glue. 
Yeah, and he just shoved bark into the. Into the <laughs> I mean, what do you got laying around? I'll stuff that fucking shit in there. Be, be a bad eighteen hundreds doctor, dude. I mean, not that they were all great, I guess, but you know fucking they were cheap. Doing stuff. <laughs> be like one of those convenient MD things. Fucking quick and cheap. We can't actually fix anything. If you're fucked up, you gotta go to the hospital. So you <laughs> shouldn't have fucking come here anyways. Uh, so before we move on, I mean, what do you think is going to be con considered appropriate? I'm going to assume that honestly, like the things that reason.com is saying here, like NWA and shit like that, the SPLC is going to give a pass on, uh, they're absolutely going to just give a pass on it because but one Spotify has to agree to it and they're going to go, no, 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 no. Let's see. Uh, that's, uh, those, those are kind of a, a nice moneymaker for us. And we don't care enough about what the liberal Jew has to say to uh, really cut into our profits. I'm wondering who the hell that this is going to go after. For some reason, Access Destination, I guess, is the first casualty of this. And don't, I guess you could quote me on this, but like, I'm not 100% sure. I just saw it from a tweet. Um, and, you know, if I wasn't working all the fucking time, I could have, I didn't think we were going to spend this much time on this one. But um, so, yeah, somebody, you know, somebody's going to have to check that out. But I think he's the first one to go. Uh, I, what's, what's acceptable? What is fucking acceptable then? Uh, it's you know you know Katy Perry's not going anywhere, like, and and some of her songs. I mean, they're not as bad as others, but uh, like you know some of these other quote unquote artists out there. But I, I'm wondering who they're really who else they're going to target. I mean, like obviously bands like uh, Screwdriver or Gone or any you know uh, white power bands or whatever that I assumed weren't even on Spotify. Um, who's this going to affect? It's, I just want to know who's going to be still around. Well, hopefully, in my opinion, the first thing to go is country music. I'm a, I'm a big advocate in uh, banning all of it. So hopefully that's it. But uh, they're taking out fucking black rappers first, which I think is fucking comical. Yeah, it's just gonna it's just gonna piss off the black coon community. But I think it, I think what you're gonna find is it's gonna be, man. I, I have a hard time believing they're going to fucking s remove artists like Eminem who get so much fucking playtime. It's unreal. This is Right to Bryden, the number one ADL honeypot podcast. Hey, big, big event uh, number two. Uh, we have over there. Let's let's go through the primary guys. Uh, and we're not gonna. We, we unfortunately don't have like a Don Blankenship or anything like that. Um, but you know, um, it was, uh, things were all things considered pretty good. Uh, there's there's not too much really to to unpack. Uh, if you want to go, I mean, like uh, was it like Lou Barletta? Or, uh, he you know he he's he's uh, in in good position here. So we just gotta you know back him. Uh, but Dude, if you if you look at what happened, if you look at what happened, uh, it, it's fascinating. Fox News had an opinion piece on it, um, and then like Mother Jones and and uh, uh, are celebrating something else. If you look at Pennsylvania, uh, it looks like everybody that was elected was either a Trumpian or the Democrats were considered Trump friendly which is a very, very good thing. It shows us yet again that the DNC has no platform to run off of. They're going to try to co-opt as much as they're able to the Trump platform, which is like, would you like to have a job in a strong economy? 
if you even look at some of the polling in California, uh, a lot of Californians are like, I'm not so sure about this illegal immigration thing. Seems to be a lot of them. And even legal immigration, apparently, there's some of that, uh, which is great because if you, you look at places like Orange County and stuff like that, they're like, we got a lot of fucking immigrants. Now they aren't going out there and throwing up Romans. They're not, you know, going to join uh, uh, OIWD or anything like that. Uh, and, you know, get to work with some real pro-white activism. But, you know, they are uh, starting to notice this because you got to think about it. I mean, I, I lived in California for a few years. And let me tell you, it's it's very noticeable uh, that everything is shit. And the reason is all the people that shouldn't be there. But for now, we'll just we'll just really talk about Pennsylvania. And there's a little bit of stuff in Oregon as well, because, um, you know, we had uh, was it Oregon, Idaho, Nebraska and Pennsylvania. Uh, where the primaries um, on the uh, on the fifteenth, so uh, yesterday at the time of this recording, and I mean the main the main thing that the, this Fox News piece and uh, it, it, people within the OIWD uh, crew have uh, it, it have been talking about is more the um, the Democrats running on this Trumpian kind of, kind of uh, or not Trumpian but Trump friendly platform and this is real good because like i i am worried about the democratic leadership uh donald trump did have a lot of democrat voters that voted for him now maybe they go okay i'm gonna vote for the democrat uh even though it's diet trump and yeah whatever i mean you got a lot of lifelong democrats and if they do go to washington that ain't pretty because they're because of the democratic leadership i imagine they're gonna they have to follow the party line and the party right now is being led by Pelosi and Schumer, and they're just snaky little horrible, you know, impeach 45 motherfuckers. That's that's the Maxine Waters plan. The impeach 45 doesn't matter why we will impeach him. But it doesn't mean that they're trying to to stray away in federal elections from the absolute insanity of Barack Obama and um you know, whatever Hillary Clinton was trying to run on, except just not so much. Because over in Pennsylvania, they've got a lot of fucking women. And then uh, just kind of throughout uh, of, of those four states, a lot of fucking women. And if you're running on a Trump platform of jobs and then they're they're not, you know, going to have the uh, the immigration uh, the immigration platform. They're going to have the immigration issue uh, like people want. Why would they vote for a woman? They wouldn't. Even women are just going to be more likely to vote for a man. The only people that vote for women are people that should be run into the sea. There's very few good women in politics, and everybody knows it. You just don't say it. And as far as these, uh, you know, kind of protest votes, these extravagant, we're going to get somewhere and it's time for a woman. That time is done because Donald Trump has been doing so fucking well as president that forget everything you hear on Twitter from, you know, all of our friends and everything. When it comes to middle America, they don't really care about that. When it comes to most places, they really don't care about that because they've just got a job. They're happy to be working again. Uh, they, they, they like uh, the tax cuts. Um, they like where the overall mood of the country is headed. They don't feel like they're being lied to as much anymore because there's a leader that they can look to. 
There's a leader for once. And say before it was like, I'm Don Lemon and I'm going to tell the news until the butt plug falls out of my ass. That's that's not uh, that's that's not what you have anymore. What you have is what did the president say on Twitter? OK, now let me check the news. And like everybody is trying to dissect what is happening and they're making opinions uh, uh, on their own. And that's kind of an interesting time to live in is, um, you know, oh, this is my truth. This is my truth. And half the time, everybody's fucking wrong. And we'll get to some shit later when we talk about the uh Israel and Palestine thing where I am just sitting here drinking my ass off because it's, it's very frustrating to me. Um, but I guess that's, you know, kind of how everybody thinks. Why don't you think my way? Um, if on the federal level, you've got people being more Trump friendly, that very much signals the success of this administration, which against all odds is succeeding. It, it was it was pretty strong in Pennsylvania, and it appears that uh, there was weak turnout all around. Um, slightly, uh, according to this article, slightly stronger uh, DNC turnout um, than than GOP. Uh, but you know what? Are you, what are you going to do? What are you going to do there? You know what they're celebrating? You know what the you know what the Democrats are actually celebrating here, or maybe not the DNC, but uh, the the far left, the base. Of the Democrats, the the actual Democrats, the ones who aren't in charge, but uh, the ones that are out there that if you don't agree with them, they're going to throw a fit. They're celebrating the success in Pennsylvania of a total of four state uh, legislation, uh, legislative uh, victories here. Of the DSA, the Democratic uh, Socialist Association. Now. As far as I know, Pittsburgh is one of their bigger chapters. Uh, they they have about five hundred member uh, members, and they, you know, they've got uh, and and if anybody, you know, if like Mike Cannon's out there or something wants to correct me on that, go ahead. Uh, but as far as I know, I think it's one of the bigger ones. Uh, but they have about five hundred members out in, in Pittsburgh, and they do all kinds of fucking commie shit like you wouldn't believe. Uh, these again, all women. These people are hilarious because they're trying to they're trying to push this whole uh, like, oh, women can do it. And this is, uh, you know, egalitarian and all of that. They're not even egalitarian. They're just like women before men. All right. I mean, I've talked to these nerds. All right. Uh, you know, the same the same assholes that will be like, why do you hate women? That's awful gay. And it's like, why do you want women to be in charge of everything? Don't do you have like a weird like, do you want to be dominated by women? Is that like a, if, if we're going to bring in like sexual preferences over this, like. Yeah, that seems like it's just a, as easy of an argument to, to to go after. It seems like you might want to lick the boots of some of these of these black women. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm not into the Freud shit, uh, but I don't know, you Jew. It's uh, it's kind of weird. But they've got they're celebrating these victories, and in in, in a big line in here that uh, that got me was want to elect socialists. Run them in Democratic primaries. Spicky, how many episodes ago was it that uh, Hillary made that slip? And I think it was Idaho, actually. I think it was Idaho, which would explain, uh, which which would explain the high turnout in Idaho. I think it was Idaho. No, it was Iowa. She said Iowa. Never mind. I'll bet. I wonder what the uh, Idaho uh, Democratic Caucus looks like. But in Iowa, she said it was forty-two percent were uh, self-identifying socialists. They are, uh, this is, uh, you know, cause for concern, but it means on a federal level, they've got nothing. 
But, you know, it is cause uh, for concern here, or at least would be in a few years. They're running fucking socialists, dude. Like outright fucking socialists. I, it just, I mean, I, I love that line, Spicky. Want to elect socialists, run them in Democratic uh, primaries. You know what? Want to elect uh, America first uh, ethno nationalists? Run them in GOP primaries. I mean, what is stopping you guys? A lot of you guys are young guys, you know? I mean, without so much of a, a tainted past as uh, many of the of the uh, alt-right or former alt-right. I mean, what's stopping you, you know? You can get involved in the GOP at a uh, very low level. Stick around, do stuff. There's always elections. You network, get involved. They'll see that. Find candidates that, uh, you know, wanna wanna back us up on, uh, on on immigration, legal and otherwise, right? They're they're doing this here. These are not big victories. These are not giant victories at all. These are you're essentially dog catcher. I, I don't care what happens over in Pennsylvania. They get four. It's it's gonna it's not gonna matter. But they're doing it. So I mean, we've got a little cause for alarm. I mean, I want to motivate you to do stuff, but uh, I do want to laugh at this, Vicky. They're just uh, they, these women are not gonna fucking win. We know that. It, uh, I hope not. <laughs> I don't want to see a woman win shit, but <laughs> if you look at it like from back when, when Hillary slipped and said that 42% are socialists or whatever, and then you look at the recent uh, resurgence of the people trying to normalize Marxism again, calling these fucking scumbags commies isn't a fucking meme. It's actuality. I mean, it's who the fuck knows realistically. I mean, Bernie's a communist. I mean, a, a flat-out communist. Um, who Hillary, you know, said forty-two percent were or whatever. So, uh, how do we know more of them aren't running on something, you know, borderline, and then they're just going to go full communist when they get in? I mean, that's that's another thing you got to think about because Democrats very seldom do they keep their campaign promises. I mean, it, it, well, neither do these fucking asshole Republicans either. I mean, well, you know, oh, we're going to end Obamacare. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we did that. And oh, my God, can McCain just die already? Well, like, yeah, yeah. McCain, Jeff Flake, and then like Paul Ryan and shit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, but but like when, when you get down to it, like uh, they're trying to make communism great again. Well, that, that's a thing uh, that, uh, oh, wow, would you look at this? Uh, it's a monumental shift. The group's, uh, the, the DSA uh, Pittsburgh co-chair, Ariel Cohen. Whoa. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. Wow, what a, what a quinky dink there. Uh, we won on popular demands that were deemed impossible. We won on health care for all. We won on free education. Yeah, you fucking genius. You math genius, you. She added, we're turning the state the right shade of red tonight. Isn't that, I mean, dude, even for a fucking commie, isn't that like the cringiest, gayest thing that you could possibly say? This uh, Ariel Cohen over here with, we're turning the state, you know, she said it with a lot of sass too, you know, we're turning the state the right shade of red tonight. Yeah, uh, yeah, mm, yeah. Like what a, what a fucking, like, oh, down a cold pot of stairs with you. We need to, we need to sacrifice her at the, uh, at the church. Uh, yes. <laughs> Yeah, she can be the first one. God, I fucking hate women. Ah, well, I mean, you know, I mean, the commie ones, they're they're the worst. Uh, liberal, <sighs> liberal, liberal women are, are just like the worst types. But yeah, they're the worst. All women are fucking terrible, though. I mean, the, the, these one. Uh, so 
I have a whole entire house of communist women that are directly across the street from my house. And they are the biggest fucking cunts. They probably heard me say that, too. I don't good. give a fuck. Yeah, good, good. That's right. Uh, they're the absolute fucking worst. They have a, a fucking uh, a Black Lives Matter sign out in there that I have to fucking look at every single day. Every oh. fucking day. Not Only for... ones in the whole area that have it pointed right at my house. It's like they know. <laughs> fucking assholes. Not for long. Not for long. That's uh that's I mean, that's something that I'm wondering uh will happen. Uh if that'll happen now. Because like it's it's very clear that they have no platform. They have nothing. They've got uh they tried the gun control yeah. thing with David Hogg. That didn't work out. Uh they, you know, obviously this whole impeach 45 hashtag resistance shit isn't working out. Um uh DACA is fucking dead and they have not said balls about it. Um, you know, you've still got some renegade judges and stuff. That's something we'll get to later in the show. But uh it's it's pretty impressive uh how little they have. I mean, honestly, it really is like I don't I don't know what I would do if I it's like they're going out of business, you know. It's like I imagine the same feeling that the, that they have showing up uh to work every day is just like you know, when uh, like Borders was going out of business or like Toys R Us is a more recent example. You know, they just show up and they're like the cashier there and they're like, oh, we don't have shit. Nobody's coming in here. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, uh, Connor Lamb, that was the guy. That was the fucking guy that uh, recently he was like, oh, I'm a Trump-friendly Democrat. Uh, he, he was the guy that... Uh, uh, that won recently. Um, I, I don't know how they're going to settle this feud between the federal level, which is going to say, um, okay, let's, let's do the, the non-commie shit, or at least, you know, Democrat to Kia, uh, non-commie shit and whatever is trying to go on at the state level, because, uh, over in Oregon, let's see if I even have this story up. I'm not sure if I thought it was. Uh, no, I don't have it up. Oh, well. Um, there, there there was uh, some Oregonian. I don't know. The Oregonian. I, maybe that was the publication. Maybe it wasn't. But uh, they were talking about uh, the state's politics going even further left, which I'm not surprised by at all. You're going to see uh, the coastal cities, I think, go a little bit further left to the point that they're going to be total just communist nightmares. And... On a federal level, I think that people are probably going to be rather uh, sick of that. At least it may take them a little bit to catch up. But as far as places that fucking matter, uh, it looks like, I mean, it looks like we're going to be doing pretty good over in Pennsylvania come the general uh, election here. Um, I, I don't know what they have. I mean, I really don't. Can you think of one DNC issue right now that isn't just getting blown the fuck out? by uh, the Trumpian agenda or the fact that they've just gone so far over the line. And if you go that far over the line, there's no way coming back, really, I don't I don't think, at least with the base there. I mean, you're going to end up with this young, rabid, weird base that's going to want to destroy the country, and we're going to have to deal with them when it comes time to deal with them. So, I mean, don't like let your guard down ever, right? Stay frosty out there. But can you think of anything at all? What do they have? I mean, I guess they can try the Planned Parenthood shit, um, that's, if I were them, that would be my next move, uh, is go a little to the center and, and, and at least stick with, uh, you know, we got a fun Planned Parenthood cause I love killing babies. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I can't think of too much. I mean, realistically, to me, the biggest the, – the, the point where I realized that they are just completely fucked and they don't have a whole lot to go on except for um, trying to mobilize a borderline retarded base, if not full fucking retard, um, would be the dossier and then the P-tapes and shit like that. Who the fuck are you trying to convince that this is true? I, yeah. You're, it's fucking 85 IQ fucking retards is what it is. That's the answer to the question. There's uh, who the fuck? Uh, that story was so far-fetched, dude. It was like one of those fucking 80s romance novels that was just blown away. Romance novels, do you read? You read where they pee on each other. If you ever if you ever read the fucking title of those things, man, there's some really weird shit. But no, I don't read any fucking romance novels. I'm not a faggot. Uh, but in any event, it just that was the point where I realized like it's just gonna get worse and worse from there. Like their biggest victory in the last year is like getting bump stocks banned, which like 60. Yeah, exactly. And like 60 yeah, yeah he like gave him that out of the whole like mass shooting thing he's like ah fuck it 60 people own the fucking things who gives a fuck well i mean now, binary now, that, triggers. now that now that they're banned like you know uh 600 people own them but you know. yeah oh yeah uh, well they were selling like hotcakes right beforehand you know it's just uh it i mean it's it's really funny to see uh and like the only blue wave that's going to be coming in November. I mean, look out for the blue fraud. I'm very serious about this. Look out for the blue fraud. But the only blue wave that's going to be coming in, in November is going to just be the the wonderful salty tears of I thought we had them this time. You lied to me, Chuck Schumer. You lied to me, Diane Feinstein. You lied to me, Nancy Pelosi. You lied to me, Don Lemon. It's it's going to be fucking beautiful. And then they're going to scream fascist, fascist, fascist. And then uh, I'm going to say. What's wrong with fascism? Uh, <laughs> you know, it, uh, it's, it's, it's something just fucking beautiful. And I, uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, my prediction, I mean, if I had to predict, uh, I would say that they, they, they're going to try to do the Planned Parenthood thing. It's kind of all they have left. And you know how the Democrats love shouting about how much they love killing babies. Uh, they're, you know that they're gonna do that, and they and you say like the eighty-five IQ shit, uh, dude. What what did we see in that last poll? With uh, I mean, not that it matters. They're still gonna vote Democrat or not at all, but it's still just a good thing to remind people. What uh, you know, up to twenty-two percent of on the last poll that they did, uh, or that one poll that they did. You know, it was black men were like, all right, I like Trump. You know, because easily swayed, I assume by, you know, Kanye or something. I mean, it's not yeah, like they're getting jobs. Say that. But I mean, you know, black unemployment is at record high and like, they, you know, I, I don't really care about their employment uh, outside of like, I hope they have jobs because I don't, you know, nobody wants to pay for that shit. But it just seems like all around um, it's 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 a, a wonderful tide is turning away from tranny bathrooms uh, into like, and would anybody like to have a job, please? Like, can we, you know, let's do the job. Uh it, it seems great. I and mean, we've got a ton more primaries to go. Um, now this Spicky, I'm not sure if you, uh, I'm not, I'm not sure if you heard this one. So, uh, robocall attacks, Diane Feinstein with anti-Semitic slurs. This comes from the San Francisco Chronicle. And we talked about Patrick, uh, uh, Patrick little, 
who is running um, for for Senate in California this last week uh, and about that poll. Now, I'm going to play and I want your reaction to it. We were paused during it. This is a robocall that he had no idea existed or was made until uh, news. He says, I had no idea that this robocall existed or was made until news contacted me a few hours ago um, with a link to this 90 second re recording. Now, what he had to say to this, I'll tell you afterwards. But um, this uh, there's a lot there's 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 a bit to uh, unpack on this one. Uh, so just uh, yeah. Diane Feinstein isn't just a Jew. She's an Israeli citizen. Wait. <laughs> okay, wait, indeed. Imagine that you're at home and you live in San Francisco and you're just like, you know, putting drugs in your, you know, cocktails and, and pouring them in your butt and, you know, like doing whatever that they do over there and like watching guys poop outside. And, you know, you're a you're a progressive communist and you make like fucking $800 million a goddamn year. Uh, and, and you still live in a studio apartment and you pick up the phone, ring, ring, ring. Hello. And then you hear, you hear this. Diane Feinstein isn't just a Jew. She's an Israeli citizen. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, that's fucking hilarious. Uh, but <laughs> Diane Feinstein isn't just a Jew. It, it immediately assumes that like, oh, I thought everybody hated Jews. You know, it's just, it's just like she isn't just a Jew. This is starting off like a millennial Matt prank, and I love it. Oh, it's awesome! It's so fucking funny. I mean, it's it is it is. Uh, I don't think it's effective in San Francisco at all, but it is definitely funny. But uh, okay, wait, that can't be legal, right? I mean, she's a citizen of Israel, but gets to vote as a U.S. senator from California to send billions of our dollars every year to her real country, Israel? It used to be illegal, but the Jews in our country got rid of that law. Not only... Uh, okay, first of all, accurate, but it just, again, it's just like, but those goddamn Jews. <laughs> <laughs> the voice gave the voice. It doesn't like say a year. It's not like maybe you should Google it or no. It's just like with the fucking Jews. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's accurate. Is the thing. It's like well, yeah, but you know, uh, but you know, I, I think they had more time. This is a minute and thirty four seconds. I think they had more time to like explain stuff because you'll see they basically do the damn thing twice. So hold on. Only that, but she gets to vote America into Middle East wars based on lies so that Israel can eventually expand its borders like it always like it always okay it, it's going into greater Israel theory already you know can you imagine not knowing anything about that and just this is the call you get it sounds crazy not many people who aren't you know jaywoke know dick about this it's only pandering to people that are jaywoke which I'm not sure how many in San Francisco there are uh, I, I, I don't, but it's just like, it's not wrong. <laughs> it's the thing. It's great. Planned. To rid America of the traitorous Jews like Diane Feinstein. Vote for Patrick Little for U.S. Senator from California. <laughs> to get rid of the traitorous Jews. Like imagine, okay, I don't, I'm not sure how many people 
would have stayed on for this if they didn't know that the Jews were bad. But I love the change, too. It's like, to get rid of the traitorous Jews, we're going to stop playing this Mike Myers Halloween music and become very patriotic. <laughs> and you think, like, okay, what do you mean get rid of the traitorous Jews? Well, believe me, it has, it, yeah. By mail by May 29, or at the polls on June 5th, he's a patriot, a veteran of the U.S. Marine Corps, and he's vowed to end Jewish control over America starting with Diane Feinstein. An Israeli citizen pretending to be an American while she takes our money for her real country, Israel, and kills our children for it too. Vote for Patrick Little for U.S. Senator from California by mail by May 29 or at the polls on June 5th. He's going to get rid of all the nation-wrecking Jews from our country, starting with Israeli citizen, Diane Feinstein. This message paid. That is the part there where when you're using the goodbye juice scene from Schindler's List, there's a lot of other implications as well, other than winning against the Jew Diane Feinstein. <laughs> it's it's but, Vote for Patrick Little for fucking Jewish genocide. <laughs> and he's going to make concentration camps great again. <laughs> I mean, it's like... It's, it's he's going to provide you with the biggest ovens possible. This is a, uh, this is, um, uh, and it says it at the end. Um, I, I don't, I, I don't know. It's paid for by, um, uh, some, some podcast. I, I went to the website at the end, uh, it's, uh, the road to power.com. Uh, I had never heard of this and it goes to a pew tube. Uh, no, it goes to a pew tube where I watched like the first three or four minutes of this. And it's just one guy doing a podcast, uh, where I guess he had just gotten kicked off of his, uh, his like, uh, podcast host or whatever. Uh, and he, he was like some journalist said something about it and filed a complaint or something. And he's just like, ah, you Jew. Um, you know, I mean, like, I'm sure he's a good guy. Uh, but I don't, I don't know, you know, anything about his podcast, but, uh, apparently it makes enough money or he has enough money that he could get a robo call going. Um, and I, it, I just, uh, here's what, here's what Patrick uh, had to say about this. You know, he was like, I didn't know anything about it. Uh, as, uh, let's see, uh, asked if he approved of what uh, was said in the ad or whether he renounced it, Little wrote, show me the lie and I will consider renouncing it. <laughs> it's pretty fucking good. He's right, you know. It's just that's uh, I'm not. That's not how I would run things. Uh, I'd practice white tequila a little bit, but yeah, I I don't know. I want to get this guy uh, who paid for this thing on the show. Um, that would be interesting. Uh, and you know, I'm sorry he got picked off, kicked off of his uh, uh, podcast uh, host. You know, I mean, that's the Jews will do that to you. Uh, but you know, to go back to go back to this uh, the, the the poll that we talked about last week. Here you get San Francisco uh, Chronicle citing this this fluke poll here. Little finished a distant second uh, to Feinstein and blah 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 in an April poll by Survey USA. Da, da, da. Um, I, uh, I 
I don't know. I mean, I, 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 dude, I mean, I don't think that robocall is effective at all. I think it's fucking hilarious. Um, I would love to get that phone call. Like, I would be laughing my ass off and signing up for their newsletter. But, uh, like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> how does that even get approved? And, like, how do you find voice actors? You go on Craigslist, you're like, oh, are you a voice actor? He's like, yeah, I live in Los Angeles. So, all right, I need you to just, like, definitely just just say Diane Feinstein's not just a Jew. <laughs> yeah, with a straight face. Oh, I think uh, I think Patrick's response could have been a little bit different. Uh, he probably should have said something along the lines of, well, I probably would have worded it differently. <laughs> you know, some sort of snarky remark like that. I probably would have done it something like that rather than be like, yeah, fuck it. Show me the lie. Yeah, maybe I will build concentration camps. Fuck it. <laughs> That's, I mean, that's the major thing with it. It's like, okay, fine, you know, whatever. Uh, but the 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 Schindler's List clip, like, that's got some major. <laughs> that's that's got. Some, it is really funny, but it's like that's everybody knows that scene. That's not a scene that people don't know. Um, you know, even I, I've never even watched all of Schindler's List. Uh, I just I know that because we used that clip actually during the '86ers uh, uh, outro music. You know. But uh, yeah, that definitely has some uh, interesting implications there. Uh, gonna rid the country of the <laughs> Patrick Little will personally guess every fucking Semite in this city. Goodbye, Jim. <laughs> yep. oh, First we'll brand them, then we'll stick them on trains. <laughs> go to Bakersfield to the concentration camps. They go. Oh, jeez. You know, it's just. Uh, so that's that's a that's a happening out there in uh, in good old California, uh, and I just wanted to play that because it's so fucking funny. Um, Beautiful. It is uh, it is something real funny. It is something real funny. Well, uh, speaking, it looks like we are at about that hour mark. Um, we've got plenty of stuff uh, ahead. Um, you know, the, the North Korea. We got some immigration. We got. Uh, Couple, we got some funny stories, and then of course we got the big one uh, with the whole Israel Gaza thing. Uh, so um, we're gonna go ahead and take a uh, take a little bit of a break, and we will uh, we'll see you on uh, on the other side here.
Okay, wow, this is a surprise. A little bit of a programming uh, uh, change. Um, he's, uh, you know, he was supposed to be on uh, on the last episode, but hey, uh, this is just how we run things. Um, I, I have with me here a long, longtime friend, um, uh, it, James McCulloch, and uh, you're gonna have to help me with your with your titles here, and hopefully we've got all of the 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 mic uh, everything um, uh, figured out here, James. But uh, you are. Uh, what that you are the head of identity albion is that correct uh yeah that's basically right i'm i'm the national chairman of identity albion and uh formerly of arc media a ryden <laughs> that's right that's right that's how we know each other indeed you know we go, way funniest, back. We go way back <laughs> yeah the funniest thing happened the other day i was at the um march for freedom thing in london and sargon of Akkad. Uh, sorry, not Sargon, uh, Milo Yiannopoulos live on the stage said the reason that we, no one had heard from him was that uh, he was busy in America. Now, obviously, we all know that, you know, he has a YouTube channel and no one watches it. Um, I actually is... didn't know that. <laughs> oh, right. Fair. Um, but of course, you know, he uh, he has been suffering. Um, he suffered a bit. He suffered a large hit of his popularity and went on hiatus after that. Uh, there seemed to be some sort of accusations of pedophilia surrounding the man, didn't there? Yeah, yeah and that kind of uh, threw a wrench in our works of his embezzlement there. But, you know, whatever. Uh, he, he's, he's largely irrelevant. I mean, he's the least relevant guy on InfoWars. So, I mean, we're the most relevant guys on InfoWars. Isn't that right, Spiggy? That is absolutely true. Yeah, and, I mean, Milo kind of could have worded what he said a little bit differently on that Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Or in every every other podcast ever, he uh, but you know he's a, he's a non-issue. He's a non-issue. We all knew he was going to come back eventually, and he he just hit out for a year, and then you know now they've got like drag queens and shit doing stuff. But I want to talk about identity Albion. Um, so 
first and foremost, can you just kind of lay out uh, what is it? Sure. So Identity Albion is a metapolitical group. It's uh, it's nationwide, but we have uh, what I call pan-Albionic aspirations. We'd like yes. to take Identity Albion to Canada, Australia, and New Zealand as well. Um, we are we're new right so we are ethno-nationalist basically or that means something that means something different over there though uh well what does it mean over there i'm not sure new right over here is uh what the alt light calls themselves oh dear lord uh yeah. okay well the, the european new right uh stems from the french intellectual right with thinkers such as alonde benoit and uh and guillaume fai you know so it's very it's very sort of identitarian based and, and that sort of thing. But but basically we're looking to establish something of our own. And basically that because we're a metapolitical group, we're basically ideological. So we have chapters at universities, uh, we're setting up um shire activities like socials and things in, in particular shires where we have enough uh active, you know, participants. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just it's an administrative. <laughs> It's like a state, but smaller. Yeah. <laughs> um, you you have counties over there, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Shire is just a county. Yeah. Okay, it's just a funny uh, way to say county. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, uh, it's uh, it's a sort of abstruse technicality, but like we also have counties. It's just like modern counties, and like the old shires are slightly different. We mm. use the shire, we we use the old shire model, uh, but basically we are traditionalist and we are theist. Um, so we are heavily sort of reactionary and yes, that also means something different over here. I know this in America reactionary is just a, a pejorative. Um, but to, to put it in context for your listener, a, a conservative tries to conserve tradition. A reactionary tries to return to it once it has been lost from the current situation, right? I would be pretty sad if, I mean, I guess it's good that you explain it. I'd be pretty sad if uh, the majority of our audience didn't know what a reactionary is or what reactionary politics are. Uh, okay. But yeah, no, it's, no, that's, that's still the majority of the crowd, man. Um, <laughs> okay, but I, I've actually spoken to Americans before and they just, they didn't actually know what it meant. They just saw it as like a big negative. So I just wanted to be sure. Right. So um, tell, tell me a little bit about what you guys are up to. I mean, it's just kind of uh, you're, you're, you're getting meetings going on uh, over, you know, in, in the Shire uh, with, uh, you know, <laughs> mythical creatures and, and, and things going on. Uh, you know, I mean, well, white people over there kind of are a mythical creature at this point. I mean, they're absolutely dying out. So, uh, yeah, you know, maybe you get, yeah, you get Gandalf together and stuff like that. But uh, no, what, uh, Britain is 85% white. So let's not forget. Well, you know, there's a lot of Irish and stuff, but uh... <laughs> yeah, the, there's there's another thing. Um, you you Americans like to sort of play into the whole, uh, you know, the meme of, uh, you know, Londonistan, and you know, we we like to do it to ourselves too, because obviously London is majority non-native British, but it's far from majority like non-white. You know, most of the migrants there are like Eastern Europeans and stuff. They like fill up our jails. And you know. um, so, yeah, it's like, you know, from our perspective, it's like really bad. But from your perspective, like, I mean, if, if you could swap Hispanics for Eastern Europeans, like, you know, 
it, it would yeah. be a no brainer for you, right? That, well, no, they're. I mean, they're all bad. They're all bad. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no. I mean, what what have you guys been up to there? And my main question is, how does it differ from uh, the identitarian movement over here, of which? Uh, I've, I personally have found to be a gigantic failure. I mean, it had a lot of um, had a lot of traction under Trump, and then completely self-immolated under uh, the same same problems that uh, any white nationalist movements have always had, which is you know egos and just bullshit, and then obviously you know the feds and shit like that. Uh, how does that differ? Because there seems to be quite a lot more. Um, well, I mean, uh, like Martin Selner is not. Uh, in a good situation right now, but there seems to be a little bit more uh, traction or something that's being done differently over there where it's harder to laugh at. Yes. The, uh, the head of generation identity UK is banned from the UK. So I imagine that must make things rather difficult <laughs> for him right now. Um, <laughs> but, oh, sorry. I don't mean to laugh. I mean, it's just kind of like, yeah, oh, you know, no, it's, it's yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's laughable. Yeah. Uh, okay. So the main, way in which it differs is um, I think that the United States has taken on, has taken on sort of a, a Caesarist Wenglerian sort of uh, motif in their politics in that you're willing to put your trust in the man and not the not the idea. So you transition from like a northern European governance by ideal system to more of a, a Mediterranean governance by personal loyalty, sort of governance by patronage, you know, sort of system. Um, so I think I think that has impacted the identitarian movement over there. Uh, whereas here, it's uh, it's actually just um, rooted in tradition more readily because we in Britain have a long-standing tradition of ridiculing those who put themselves on a pedestal uh, above others. You know, um, or with, you they know, without, put their without having the right mouth. to do so. <laughs> uh, well, it's, it's it's not in the mouth. Um, if you. <laughs> I, you know what? We'll move on. Yeah. <laughs> if, if anyone does actually want the rundown on that, yes, Paddy Ashdown's claim that David Cameron had sex with the pig is true. It's the initiation ritual into the Piers Gaveston Society at, um, at, at, uh, at Oxford. Yeah. No, you guys are doing great. No, definitely. Definitely. Great country over there. You got, <laughs> you got a great, got a great thing going on over there. The yeah. Party. Meanwhile, we do actually have the DUP, the Democratic Unionist Party, uh, propping up our Conservative Party and the coalition. The Conservatives can't pass legislation without them at the moment. Well, um, so that's actually quite good for the whole country because the the DUP are that they're an Ulster uh, they're an Ulster Scott Party basically. They're a, they're an Ulster Unionist Party. Nobody else um, is talking about. Like, yeah, I'm, no, just gonna, I'm, I'm just going to tell you right off the bat. Nobody. I'm about to. I, I'm. I'm about to give the rundown. Um. So, they. Okay. Uh, Google Ian Paisley or just YouTube Ian Paisley. Right. Look. Look at the Master Brew video. Like that's. Um. That's one of the founders of the of of the party, and he sort of emulated even today. Uh. In in short, the Ulster Scots, the Ulster Loyalists, are the most uh, right wing traditional. Uh, you know, socially conservative, uh, religious, uh, pro-monarchy, and patriotic citizens in the whole country, probably in, in all of Northwest Europe, frankly. It is, um, it, it, it is amazing uh, that, you know, and I, on, you know, on an Identity Albion trip recently, actually attended a, an, Ulster, um, an Ulster, you know, conference at the beginning of this year. Uh, it wasn't an Ulster Loyalist conference, it was both sides, but everyone is so right-wing there. 
you know we were we were red pilling our cab drivers you know <laughs> who by the way weren't just white they were actually from ulster you know ah, well there you go i like that you guys still have cabs we take ubers um <laughs> oh i i take ubers too um, oh they have uber okay yeah. Um, oh yeah we have uber um let's use it everywhere yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what people do. They drive on the wrong side, all of that. Um, well, actually, we drive on the correct side. You drive on the right-hand side of the road, and Napoleon uh, lost, started that. You lost the war, buddy. You drive on the wrong side of the road. That's true. <laughs> Please <laughs> don't burn our White House down. I was going to say, actually, we won the war. We burnt your White House down, but never Please mind. Please don't do that. But um, okay, so we we can't anyway. We don't have guns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, no I mean, you can't. <laughs> you can't even you can't even butter knife us anymore. Uh, so, oi, mate, you got a permit for that butter knife? You got a license for that permit? You got authorization for that license? Like, it's, yeah. Oh God. Uh, what? Okay. Are Are you guys trying to? Uh, is Identity Albion trying to? Uh, do things within uh, the current system of government, or are you just you know making signs and and having meetups? I mean, what's what are you doing, and what's the goal? Wow. Yeah, sure. So mainly at the moment, it's just about creating the metapolitical base. Um, so our activities at the moment are confined primarily to universities because it's relatively easy to have regular activities there, and it means that obviously people graduate um, and they and they disperse back into their regions. Um, and universities are a place where you can pick up people who are likely to convince other people, right? So you red pill people who are going to red pill other people. And so that's rather than just, um, you know, say say you can convince nine people in a year. Um, or, or, um, well, let's say you can convince two people in a week, right? So each iteration is a week. Um, if you convince, you know, two people in that week that are never going to convince anyone else, and that's okay, that's what we'd call arithmetic progression. Um, but if you convince two people that are then able to convince four people and you know, then it goes up in powers of two, then by the time you could have convinced uh, 20 people, you can actually convince 1,064 people, you know, so it's just, it's, it's just far more, um, you know, it's, it's less input for more of a result if you sort of um, try to red pill the educated middle class rather than um, people who might not otherwise be as good at speaking and red pilling people and being engaged in political activity. So that's, so that's the first and foremost, you know, we are very university focused now. Okay. Um, but in addition to that, we want sort of regular local activities sort of all the time in every shire. So, so those are actually our immediate goals, our immediate aims. Um, but we've been, you know, we've been doing things, uh, attending conferences, putting on conferences, holding meetings, holding uh, gatherings, meetups, uh, things like that. I, you know, go around sort of, um, I, I visited a few universities now where we have university chapters and given speeches and that sort of thing. Um, have the cops showed up and beat the shit out of people and then somebody pulls a gun and go to jail? Not yet. Okay. <laughs> and that's, you know, because that's the way um, things I've, are headed. Or that's the way I've, things go over here. I've really triggered some snowflakes, though, I can tell you. <laughs> well, let me, because uh, we're running out of time, so I've got a couple questions. Sure. Um, uh, first of all, what is the, is the university climate like over, over, over there? Because, uh, I mean, you know what it's like over here. We got triggerly puffs. We got, you know, everything. Like, uh, you can't even get uh, somebody like, uh, you know, Jordan Peterson or, or Dave Rubin or, you know, any of these other Jew-loving motherfuckers uh anywhere without getting you know protests and things like that i saw that sargon beat the 
the shit, uh, Sargon and his people beat the shit out of an Antifa guy. Um, so I imagine there's some presence of that over there, but uh, what what is the environment like as far as the classroom? Okay, so uh, some campuses, even very liberal ones, didn't have Antifa on you know on campus until recently, where the you know the new right wing movement began being uh, was you know started to be noticed. Um, okay, on university campuses, most people are still progressive, particularly, you know, because they're sort of filled up with social sciences courses and, and arts courses and this sort of thing. Um, so when something happens, um, Antifa sort of have a large body of progressives that they can um, rely upon and that they can uh, get to turn up to things. But like who actually goes to like the Karl Marx Society and that sort of thing? Very few people. Uh, almost as few people as go to the to, to the Conservative Party <laughs> social events. What what seems to be quite popular though is anything vaguely new right, anything sort of Sargonite, anything sort of uh, um, you know anything like a civic nationalist, anything anything alt light, anything sort of edgy like that, or anything free speech. And I've noticed that in these free speech arenas, um, it only takes one ethno to totally dominate. Uh, the conversation if he knows his stuff because it's just so interesting you know <laughs> even from i mean i've i've seen antifa people you know turning up at uh at these kinds of events and and just not being able to uh you know stop themselves from asking questions etc you see the patch on their arm and you think shouldn't you be like throwing a table or something you know <laughs> Um, but yeah, basically, there's there's very little appetite for the traditional, um, you know, paradigm in terms of progressive versus uh, Tory, you know, but or Labour versus Tory, as we call it, or you know, progressive versus conservative. There is, however, um, a you know a big market for like radical centrism, <laughs> you know, and that you know, so so you had these two big groups, um, one of which would be sort of a center right to far right, new right, what we would call the new right uh, sort of movement motif, whilst at the same time you're seeing the collapse, just the loss of interest in the vast majority of the, the progressive types at most unis. And I'm and I like we we invariably are set up at very very progressive unis. Um, people at like more conservative unis tend to not want to get involved. Um, okay. Well, so cool. yeah, I, I hope that was a concise enough answer for you. No, absolutely. I'm sorry you got to come back because I'm sorry we are pressed for time. We've still got a lot of uh, news to go through, so we're definitely going to need to have you back. Uh, Spicky, do you have any you have any questions for James? Yeah, I kind of ask everybody this. Uh, over in that part of the world who's out doing this kind of shit in public uh really it's two questions so one would be um you know what is it like to kind of have to uh kind of restrict what you say or police your own thoughts uh when you when you come to a place like this and how long do you think it'll take before um the government setting up sting operations to try to set you up on your speech to deport your fucking ass well i think uh, that's coming well, I don't. I don't self-censor, um, <laughs> for one. But yeah, laws laws are becoming ever more um, pervasive. So uh, at the moment, a hate speech violation is anything that's considered to be offensive by anyone uh, who may have witnessed, you know, sorry, by anyone involved, including the arresting officer. So an arresting officer can say, that person didn't find what you just did offensive, but I just did. 
you know and and like there's no there's no actual legal framework for what it is so it could like literally be nothing so that's that that's the first thing um like it could actually be like not just nominally nothing but literally nothing you could say like um that's you know uh that's uh the color of that ball is gay or something or, or not even that not even something potentially offensive you could say the color of that ball is bad and if someone you know the arresting officer could say oi your nickmate and uh, all of a sudden you're you know you're 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 arrested for something that's you know no one found offensive except the officer that decided to arrest you so that's that's point one for hate speech laws two uh the definition of anti-semitism has been in Included to encompass mentioning Jews in con in conjunction with a conspiracy theory. I don't personally. Um, I mean, I, as long as it's applied in the way it sounds, I don't really have a problem with that as such because there's obviously a lot of uh, um, there's sort of a lot of unfounded accusations sort of hurled their way, you know, regularly. And and I think it's actually better for us that we are able to separate sort of fact from fiction in that in that way. Um, but I mean, at the same time, you know, I think uh, it's never been a huge part of, um, you know, the, the Levantian people have never been a huge part of our ideology, almost like a side issue over here. I mean, Muslims have more power over here. We have no APAC, you know, <laughs> mm. we have we have many Muslim barons in the House of Lords and uh, and uh, instead of a mayor of London, we have a Khan of London. Um, sorry, there was a second half of your question. I've forgotten it. Uh, so yeah. censoring and it was uh, how long do you think it'll take before they set up uh, sting operations to try to bait you into uh, hate speech? Oh well, the police are aware of Identity Albion, and uh, we are no longer inve under investigation for anything. <laughs> now they know what we are; they're actually not interested, and we've been classified uh, by the police as not an extremist group. So. Thankful for Congrats. small favors. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, well, I mean, to be fair, like, you know, that's one up on GI right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, Spicky, you had one more? No, that was it. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, uh, James, we're going to have to have you back. I'm sorry. Uh, we're just real tight on time. We've already gone over. Uh, we got a lot of we got a lot of American news, you know, the burger news, the things that actually fucking matters. Uh, so where uh, if anybody's interested and they're in that area, we've got a few different listeners uh, that uh, are on the, the, the audio uh, portion of things. Um, if they're interested in Identity Albion, where can they find more information? Uh, we OK, so currently there is no Identity Albion uh, website. We are launching one very soon. So perhaps I could come back on when. And when I say very soon, I mean, I'd, I'd have to talk to my tech guy, but I think it's in like the next like week. Okay. So yeah, I can absolutely. like come on the next one if you'd like and just uh, shill that a bit. But yeah. at the moment, uh, you can find me on Twitter at James McCulloch. Uh, I am currently involved in the, the High Tory gang uh, hashtag group and just, uh, yep, yeah, I, I think you can catch me on some you know, YouTube videos and that sort of thing. Uh, just YouTube video me. I appear on Radical Risen's podcast, The Alvaro Agendum, uh, once or twice a week. So, yeah, if you want to know more from now, that's that. All right. Absolutely fucking great. Uh, th you know, thanks for stopping by, and, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see you very, uh, very soon. Yeah, thanks, guys.
Trump says we'll see on North Korea summit to insist on denuclearization. Uh, U.S. President Donald Trump acknowledged on Wednesday it was unclear if his summit with North Korea would go ahead after Pyongyang threatened to pull out. This is bullshit. This is from Reuters. This isn't true. All he said is we'll see. So, guys, let me give you the skinny on this. Uh, North Korea told South Korea, I'm not thrilled with you guys, uh, the U.S. and South Korea, uh, running these military drills. I think that what you're doing is practicing to invade North Korea. Now, we as sensible fucking people know that that's not the case at all. That's not what's happening. This is just something that they're going to, to do and uh, had, had scheduled. And Trump's not going to let any of this fly. All right. He's, he's not, he's not paying what maximum pressure is, is a fucking lot of sanctions and a lot of fuck you to North Korea and saying, we're going to do whatever we want. You're a little bitch. The only reason that North Korea is saying like, well, I'm not going to go meet with moon. Kim's like, I'm not going to meet with moon. I didn't do the accent. I'm sorry. Uh, is well, you can't go peacefully to that good night because after all this is said and done, he doesn't want to be the bitch of the South. That's what he doesn't want. He can't let the whole world community, even though we already know it, know that he's scared. North Korea is scared of the United States. They've never been treated like this before. Which shows you what weak fucking leadership we've had as a country regarding the Norks for such a long time. And remember, the only reason we're in this situation is because of Bill Clinton and his shitty deal anyway. Okay, what North Korea is used to doing is saber rattling, uh, saber rattling every time they run out of millet and sunflower seeds. This doesn't matter, but what matters is the response that the left has been giving, and the left that you'll see on Twitter and people will be like, "See, see the state of the world. Uh, you know, we never should have done that. He never should have pulled out of the Iran deal." And that, me, 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 me. this is still going down, guys. It, it's look. And thank you to the White House for having the response of, "We're going to look at." North Korea, independently of South Korea's uh, and North Korea's, you know, lack of meeting that they were supposed to have. As far as I know, what is it, June 12th? Spooky, I think it's June 12th. Uh, yeah, June 12th. That's still going on. That's still going on. The White House wants to do it. Kim still wants to do it. He just can't be a bitch. He doesn't want the whole world to know he's a bitch. He's about to come into the world stage as a country for once. He can't let people think he's a bitch that's just going to bow to any pressure. And the only thing that he can really do is be like, meh, I'm not going to meet with you, South Korea. I don't like what you're doing. That's the only person that he has any kind of like can do that to. All right. He realized that China is willing to throw his entire country under the bus because China's not going to, that's not the hill that China's going to die on. 
The response from the left has been absolutely fantastic. It's been very funny and very predictable. They want the whole world to explode if the alternative is Donald Trump going down as one of the greatest fucking presidents of all time. <laughs> That's what they want. And this was kind of, a, I mean, this was honestly expected. Spicky, didn't you think it was kind of expected that they were going to, you know, it's not easy. It's not all said and done. Not yet. Not until the, the you know, not until the summit. And we'll start to see this. But, uh, you know, as it unfolds, it's right around the corner. But, I mean, didn't you think that they were going to put up a little bit of a fight and kind of be a little fucking turd in your Cheerios? Like, that? I mean, they're just, they, they, they can't just give in immediately. But you notice they're not, you know. They said, like, maybe we won't meet with the U.S. And it's like, OK, buddy, you're going to, though. Come on. And, uh, you know, what What they said, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders said uh, was, you know, basically like, we're still willing to do it. Uh, we haven't really heard much about that. It's, you know, whatever. It's is. I mean, am I wrong in my assumption here? It just seems like this is very obvious to everybody. Yeah, I mean, it was. <clears throat> It was pretty obvious he was going to posture. I mean, he's been doing that fuck before he took fucking before he took over for what was his father, grandfather, whatever the fuck it was. No, it was his dad, Kim Jong-il. Yeah. So before before he even did that, he was a posturing little fuck. But, uh, you know, it it makes them look really terrible just to roll over and be like, yeah, we'll suck your dick if you want. I mean, kind of got no choice. So, yeah, of course he's going to say stuff like this. The other part of it is he's going to have to have a little bit of fucking paranoia, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, because I mean, who's to say South Korea isn't just going to assassinate the little fucker, which I don't think they will. I mean, I, I really think they want diplomacy. I mean, it's in everybody's best interest that they have diplomacy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're, they're a, a uh, just a little fucking cardboard nation i mean that's it, it couldn't last for but it's amazing it lasted this long uh you know it's it can't last forever but you you know you're not gonna expect them to just like roll over and do this even though it, it they know it's gonna be a, like mcdonald's is already like hey man we're willing to put mcdonald's over in north korea which i'm so sorry north korea that is gonna be bad for you you're gonna get all kinds of like porn and mcdonald's and and South Korean pop stars. I mean, that's going to be cool. There was a South Korean pop star that uh, uh, actually went and performed over there for the North Koreans, and they were thrilled about that. But uh, it's uh, to to think that this is going to be the end of Trump and like, aha, I knew it could happen. It's funny how many people I see, uh, you know, mainly the left, that are like, ah, this couldn't happen. Uh, and they, they it just seems like they they want nuclear war. I mean, that's what they wanted before uh it's they're willing to die like the only people that are willing to die on this hill is the american left the deranged american left that is more than thrilled that uh anything you know like oh, oh a little bit of peace may not uh may not happen and oh it'd be trump's fault uh, it's i mean it's just a little it's just a little silly i mean there's no it's good that the u.s is going to look at this independently and has just been like, all right, well, you know, we'll see. I think um, Trump is in a, a, a very good position right now to make this still happen. This is just some, just uh, some, some fucking nonsense. And you got to remember, I mean, you know, like, uh, oh, what is Thomas Wichter said? I mean, still got those rods from God, you know. It already happened. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, 
Fucking Wichter posting, really? Oh my god. I don't know, man. I don't yeah. know. I mean <laughs> I, I want to hear his take on it. Maybe he'll come on the show and see what he thinks about uh what's going on over there or what has gone on over there. But I, I I mean realistically, dude, it's just a bunch of fucking uh posturing. I mean it's it, You'd be embarrassed if you fucking led a whole country into starvation and all of a sudden you made a fucking deal and it looks really fucking bad. Like everybody's just picking on you like, dude, you're going to roll over like that. Like, no, fuck it. Maybe I won't. And then, yeah, well, you realize like you really don't have a choice. I mean, it's been so long of starving yourselves that e your options are pretty fucking limited. No. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's. China's definitely not going to die on that hill, like you said. There's no fucking way. Just like Russia and Iran, or uh, Syria, I mean. It's not going to happen. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm not too worried about it. It just seems like something worth reporting on. This is right to Biden. At least listen to a podcast on the internet. Oh, man. Big things when uh, it comes to the border. Uh, yeah, you know, Like I said, good news, bad news. DHS shuts big loophole to deter illegal immigrant students and workers. Federal officials are closing a little-known loophole in immigration law, which allows millions of foreigners to dodge penalties for overstaying their student or seasonal work visas. Prior to 1997, rules did not start counting the length of a person's overstay until a federal enforcement agency first formally recognized that the person had not gone home on time. The new rules clearly uh, clearly say the overstay clock will start when a foreign student's course is complete or when a foreign employee's seasonal work permit expires. The new policy is important because it shows foreigners the penalty they will get for breaking the overstay rules, and it provides a clear mechanism for immigration officials to prove the penalty is proper. Under the current law, once the overstay uh, count reaches 180 days, the overstaying person is punished by getting locked out of the United States for the subsequent three years or 10 years or permanently. The penalties are written into federal law, making them easy to impose, easy to enforce, and very difficult to avoid, and very painful for those who want to keep ties to businesses uh, or family in the United States. So this is funny because I didn't know this. Uh, so little known uh, loophole is right. But if it, I mean, we know how through bureaucracy and just general don't apply the law here and there as we had when we let that black guy do it, uh, all of this stuff is. I didn't know. I mean, I just thought like, okay, it ends with a date. You know, that's that's when it allows. And the, no, 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 no. Somebody has to notice it first. And the thing is, a lot of these overstay visas, a lot of them are goddamn Canadians, too. That's where you get a lot of the Canadians and the Asians. Um, you know, they're not the, the the jumping beans. Like, these are the other annoying fucking people that shouldn't be here. This just seems like uh, seems like something that should have been applied a long time ago. But I'm curious to see how people are going to uh, say that this is a bad thing. I mean, dude, Spixter. If you were if you were a Democrat, how would you spend this into Trump uh, oversight? Uh, well, I can tell you how they're gonna do it. With, oh, well, why can't they stay here? They've never caused a problem. <laughs> and then, <laughs> they're they're students and workers. What is yeah. wrong with you? They're here for a better life. Yeah, they're here for an education and then to take your job immediately after but we'll just uh we'll, we'll sweep that out of the rug we'll ignore it we just won't give a fuck about it and uh 
that'll continue happening. But you're right. I mean, it is a lot of, um, man, a lot of Chinese too. Yeah. A lot of yeah. Chinese, a lot of Chinese that come Koreans here. Koreans to too. Holy shit. Koreans on the West Coast are like fucking nuts. Oh, like yeah. every like uh, UCLA student is just a fucking Asian. They're either Japanese or Korean. A lot of Japanese over in Washington State, all of that. Uh, it's, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's definitely a problem. I mean, we always think of like the dark hordes, but, uh, we got yellow hordes and to a lesser extent, the fucking Canadians. I mean, you remember a few, Oh geez, like six, seven, eight months back, they were talking about the Israeli dreamers and shit. Like we've got, we've got a lot of them just, I mean, they're all just fucking terrible. Uh, I mean, I don't blame them for wanting to come here, but, uh, they can get the fuck out now. Uh, (laughs) I've had about a fucking enough, like, uh, I've had uh, enough of paying the amount of money that comes out of my paycheck for fucking other people to live. I've had, uh, I, I mean, I don't really have to deal with it so much here, but like when I go to other places, I shouldn't have to worry about fucking speaking Spanish when I go into a fucking store or anything like that. I should not have to do that. Uh, fuck that shit, dude. Uh, English is our language in this country. It has been for a very long time it's gonna or it should continue to be that way and i shouldn't have to worry about uh we're uh, learning another fucking language when i was in high school i decided it was either uh english or french that you take or i mean spanish or french that you take i am not far from canada you would think logically speaking i would learn french because i'm much closer I'm not far from Montreal, okay? Like, you would <laughs> think on. logically that would be the case. But no, I decided in high school that, well, pretty soon the Mexicans are going to take over, so I might as well learn Spanish. Yeah, I gave up on that. I said, fuck that. I don't care. But Spanish um, isn't that hard. I mean, I, I know minimal Spanish just from living in Los Angeles, and I took I, I took Spanish in uh, in high school Funny thing, okay. I don't know if I've told this story or if you've heard this story, but uh, we're we're digressing just a little bit, but that's fine, guys. I don't give a shit. We're gonna run long on this one. Uh, yeah, it's you know, what do you expect? It's right to Bryden. You get some news, you get some, you know, whatever the hell's going on. Um uh, I, I I took uh, Spanish in high school, and when I say I took Spanish in high school, I meant I was the fucking dickhead uh, that really did not care about his studies too much in the high school. And uh, I it was it was a few days before the final. I was failing that class. I needed to pass that fucking final. Uh, and even then, I was probably, you know, skirting on a fucking fail. Um, it was not going to be good. But the, uh, the, the, the teacher gave out uh, study guides, which was just the fucking whole final. It was just the test. And goes, this is the study guide. Obviously, you know, just take it on, fill it out, practice it, all of that. And I got one of those. I was like, oh, okay. So what I did... Uh, cause she had written SG on it. Right. So I, I took it home. I unstapled it very delicately. I scanned it because I mean, you gotta, I don't know what age I was, uh, what, uh, high school. I was like a junior, I think in high school. So, you know, I'm like fucking 15 or something like that. I don't remember, but I scanned the page. I got into MS paint. I yeah, got rid of the SG on there. Uh, and then I printed it out and I stapled it back together. And now summer's coming up. I show up in a giant coat. Genius. And I have the, uh, it's already filled out. 
uh, whole, you know, study guide in there. And I'm sitting there like everybody else wearing like shorts and shit. I have on this like giant fucking Red Wings jacket, like the hockey team jacket, right? <laughs> no, nothing weird going on here, you know? What a fucking genius I was. Uh, but, you know, I had it in there. And then when she wasn't looking, I switched it out. And I was like, ah, I got him. She fucking passed me, dude. Uh, I, I still got like a D minus on the thing. She passed me because... It was fucking clever. Like, and, and the best part was I had stapled it. She ended up stapling it on the other fucking side. So like I had the only thing that was the only one that was stapled on like the left-hand corner instead of the right-hand corner or whatever it was. She knew. I knew. She passed me. <laughs> yeah, actually I had a pretty similar story. That was pretty much the only time I cheated in high school was in Spanish. Her teaching desk was in the front, but where she sat, while we were doing tests and shit, where most of her shit was, was in the back of the room. So, like, during the final, this girl and I was sitting in the front row with, we just passed answers back and forth. Somehow, we, I mean, we did the exact same thing. Somehow, one of us got, like, a 91 and one of us got a 90. But what are you going to do? You're going to go and fucking argue that? They're like, no, we literally cheated. And, uh, like, she didn't know. I mean, it was, it was, it was fucking perfect but it was we're just like i was looking over her paper she's looking at mine like i know this one you know like giving signals and shit like dude i just want this fucking shit to end uh well see i i cheated in high school uh american history as well we had a whole thing on um uh, it was it was uh like native american tribes and shit like that we all had to choose one and do a report on it i well, we had like three months to do this like you know whole thing and oral presentation and all of that um you know, you could choose to write like a 10 page paper. It wasn't even that much. You know, it was like double spaced 86 font or something like that. But, you know, I just didn't do it. Uh, and then I was like, yeah, I have an oral presentation. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to do this. And I'm like, ah, and I made up a fucking tribe. They were the <laughs> Waka, they were the Waka Chanel tribe. All right. And they were uh, nomadic. And I decided that they were nomadic on the spot because I pulled down the map, the American, uh, just a map of America that she had, like right in front of that chalkboard, rather dramatically, you know, just trying to think of what's the next thing that I'm going to say uh, as I'm like thinking of my parents beating the shit out of me for failing U.S. history. I pull it down and I go, and they were, and I pointed all over the map, nomadic. And I made up a big story about them uh, and how they actually died out because they would castrate their their males to make them lighter in battle. And they would put trees out. And like, <laughs> this is how fucking retarded West Virginia U.S. history teachers are. And uh, I got a B on that. So, <laughs> I got kicked uh, out of a public speaking class because I was fucking hammered at 730 <laughs> in the morning. Uh, how, how old were you? Oh, I was 17. Jeez. And there was a kid that was a freshman. I brought like a Gatorade. That was where I learned like Gatorade and vodka was a good thing. Not so much a couple weeks ago because apparently I'm getting old and I get hangovers like a motherfucker. But yeah, pretty good thing. Except uh, the kid that I was sharing the booze with was like, oh, fuck, 14, 15, probably. Jesus. Couldn't fucking handle it. So I got busted and. Uh, we get the fucking boot from that class, man. That was pretty rough. Like public speaking and you're completely fucking shit faced at 7 30 in the morning. I was what ready to get the about? We do it all the time. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, thank you for that class. <laughs> okay. Sure. It is panned out. Let's get, yeah, there you go. Write that teacher a letter. Let's get her on the show. Uh, so, I mean, uh, that, that, no, but it is, we'll get back on track. We'll get back on track. Uh, th- I mean, this is good stuff. And like, I'm trying to figure out where the hell Sessions is. Uh, but apparently he is doing some good stuff. In recent weeks, Trump's deputies uh, have worked to close several other loopholes, including the Flores loophole used by migrants to uh, win catch and release, which we're going to get into uh, the renegade judges over there in California in a second. But, uh, you know, that's the one where uh, he's like, hey, we're going to separate you from your kids. Fuck you. All right. Uh, and the Supreme Court's, uh, oh, geez, I don't even know how to say this. Uh, Davida's uh, loophole, which allows criminal immigrant, uh, criminal migrants, they say here, to stay uh, if their home country won't take them back, which is fucking insane. The cheap labor loophole in the H-1B program, the outsourcing loophole in the H-1B program, the off-site loophole in the uh, optional practice uh, practical training program, and the subcontractor loophole in corporate hiring and various gun and violence loopholes created by uh, asylum judges. So, look, you can't win all of these things all at once because you're going to run into a lot of trouble here. Like this, another one from Breitbart. Sessions DOJ uh, declining to prosecute illegal uh, crossers, says Border Patrol Counsel. So, uh, the Department of Justice prosecutors and at least uh, one federal judge appeared to not be executing uh, Attorney General Sessions' policy of zero tolerance for illegal border crossers. Session says, uh, if you cross the border unlawfully, we will prosecute you. It's that simple. If you smuggle illegal aliens across our border, we will prosecute you. Uh, it's a far cry from zero tolerance. National Border Patrol Council President Brandon Judd told the Times. Judge said that 13 illegal immigrants were arrested by San Diego sector agents on Friday, were not prosecuted after the U.S. attorney for the Southern District of California declined prosecution. Border Patrol agents told the uh, NBPC uh, president that prosecutors are picking and choosing which cases to prosecute, claiming they don't have enough resources. Agents said a good number of them are being turned down. One federal judge, Gonzalo P. Corriel, Taco Supreme, Judge Taco Supreme allegedly released migrants without any bond payment. President Donald Trump and his administration have been at odds with Judge Taco Supreme on multiple occasions. DOJ prosecutors that, uh, that's a really long fucking name, uh, on one of the caravan migrants arrested in the San Diego sector held on a $10,000 bond. Um, However, Judge Taco Supreme released him on a signature and unsecured bond promise. Now, what does that say to you, Speaking? Because it says to me that Judge Taco Supreme, he can't can't rule on this because he's Mexican. Where have we heard that? You know, it's uh seems pretty fucking obvious to me. Sessions is trying to say like, hey, here's what you need to do. And he's being like, oh, uh, lo siento, senor. Sorry, they are my cousin. It's very irritating to me. Yeah, it gets fucking, it gets old. I mean, there's, there's a few rogue judges left. They're just, they don't even fucking interpret the law. They're just, nope, this is what I want. I mean, this is what this is how I feel. Uh, not even so much my opinion. It's just what's best for me and my people, or yeah. a big fuck you to somebody else is what it comes down to. To be a few things, but they're they're just they're 
fucking out of control. Uh, they need to be removed completely. Not just meaning from office. They need to be fucking tried. Uh, Physically not, removed, so to speak. Yeah, they're they're not they're not doing their job. They're not they're not following up on the oath that they took. No, and that's because these are these these uh, you know I mean I did the term activist judge is funny because an activist judge is somebody who you know uh, does something that you know uh, does things that you don't agree with. But I mean, this is they are actively avoiding uh, enforcing the law here. I mean, that's that they're like, oh, we just don't have enough resources over here. Uh, oh, you don't have enough resources in California? What a fucking shocker! I wonder who those resources are going to. Well, it couldn't be fucking illegals. You're giving them driver's license. You're giving them fucking insurance. You goddamn piece of shit. I mean, luckily, at least like Brown and Weiner are going to give them AIDS. So there you go, man. It's no longer illegal to knowingly transmit AIDS to somebody. So fuck it. Yeah. Come on in, Honduras. Come on in. Just you, yo, just come right on in. Walk them to the AIDS factory. And then uh, maybe we'll end uh, we'll annex Honduras. How's that? Like that that's fine. I'm sure there's some nice shit down there. Uh it, maybe dude, Spicky, after all the Hondurans get fucking AIDS and we annex their country, we can do the program from down there. Like we'll get a whole state. We'll get a whole nation state. It'll be fan fucking tastic. We can get us and the whole crew down there uh just like reporting the fucking news out of uh, just some some despot compound in Honduras. Well, that's one of those beautiful countries that the really shitty people have fucking ruined. Uh, many such cases of that, where it's just this really nice land, they've got this really beautiful coastline, and as soon as you go there, you're going to get fucking raped, murdered, and stabbed in both kidneys and left to fucking bleed out and die. And that won't change when Spicky and I are in charge. But <laughs> Not for the women. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's one of those countries, man. Like they fucking destroyed their own beautiful land. Ours isn't really that fucking beautiful. There's nothing really that great here. I disagree. Oh yeah, there's a giant hole in the ground in the fucking southwest. That's pretty cool, I guess. Uh, we've got a couple of coastlines, but for the most part, really shitty people <laughs> migrate there and ruin that too. So, uh, <laughs> you know. I would love to have a country like that. Sure, let's fucking take it. Or some of the Caribbean islands, I'd be fine with that too. Yeah, I mean, if we just get like, you know, fuck the ethno state. Like, we'll just have the, you know, just, we'll take all the land that isn't shitty. Like, neo-imperialism. That'll be a, that, that's the new goal of uh, the, the Trump and Reich. <laughs> but it's i mean no it's just it's really stupid that these are not activist judges these are judges these are rogue judges that are choosing when and where to uh enforce the law and obviously they have a bias you know they're not only liberal they have their own ethnic bias because uh you, you got to think i mean you know that some of these people know somebody who's related to some of these people you know it's uh, it, it's just oh you're all from this one fucking shitty country and it's i don't know i was gonna say like it sounds bad that it would be like oh y'all know each other but like whether or not they do it's there's a there's a lot of them that are part of the same family and shit like i mean how many gonzaleses are there it's just well a lot but it they're they're just rogue they're completely rogue and what we need to do is we need to elect people that are going to go after these assholes and say you are actively 
breaking the fucking law here. I don't, I, I'm not sure I need to, we need to get a lawyer, uh, on the show to, to, you know, talk about what legal action can be taken against these people. I mean, I know that they can, you know, you can get rid of them, but I just don't know how, um, uh, there, there's gotta be a way I'm just not smart enough. Um, well, I don't think a bull is going to come on anytime soon. No, no, probably not. <laughs> probably not. Luckily, uh, you know, we, uh, I don't know. We know some of the lawyers. You are listening to Right to Bryden. Making Nigel Farage look like a pussy. Ah, it's the other big one. It's the other big one. The thing I've been like fighting with people and people have been unfollowing me on the old Twitter for... Oh geez, oh the fucking uh, you know you get uh, you get the U.S. embassy in, over in uh, Jerusalem, you know, for Israel going on, and then like you know you get the Palestinians storming the border, and oh, Brian, they were just doing nothing wrong, even though like uh, a sixth of the people have already been claimed by Hamas. Like it's okay. Look, here's the thing, guys. Uh, let me give you the skinny on this. Let me. Uh, let me just kind of give you the rundown. Stop buying foreign flags, asshole! I don't know how clearly I can I can say this. And we're going to have to continue saying this. Don't take a side. Don't take a side. Don't take a side. Fuck Israel. Fuck Palestine. I don't know what to tell you. You need to frame this as nationalism versus globalism if you are wanting to interfere or take a side in either one of these fucking shitbag subhuman piece of garbage who do not have our best interests in mind i don't know what to tell you rethink the title nationalism you're pissing me off it's very dumb but buddy but buddy the israelis they do that and the enemy of my enemy is my friend buddy Nigga, fuck you. No, it's not. Enemy of the en enemy of my enemy is my friend is the crap that's gotten us entangled in the Middle East since the beginning. But buddy, what about how the Jews have so much influence in America? Great, guess what? We should talk about that. We should. But you know how you do that? You talk about things like dual citizenship. Okay, you talk about the massive amount of funding. Do you not remember how Ron Paul approached this? This is very frustrating. You should look at both of these people as your fucking enemies. If the Palestinians weren't subhuman dumb pieces of shit, they would do the same thing. And they are not peaceful people. They were attacking the goddamn K-words, and the K-words attacked the Palestinians and were more than happy to do it. It ain't your fight. You got no horse in this race. I know that we fund them. And guess what, guys? Guess what? Just say no. Like, the CIA also funds Hamas. Okay? So don't come at me with that stupid bullshit. I need you to think like a person. I need you to think like a nationalist. I need you to think about America first. When you, and I know what you're trying to do when I see you do this. Trying to say, like, well, Biden, I think we ought to be able to defend our borders the same way Israel is. Yeah, okay, go ahead and say that. But don't cry about the poor Palestinians. They are also garbage. It's stupid. We've actually put it best. He said the best thing that the Jews have ever done is kill the Palestinians. Look at the history of the Palestinians. Everybody who's taken them in, they, they, they've killed them. 
These are like the worst people. And you're gonna you're gonna just take this because the enemy of my enemy is my friend. That's a really dumb foreign foreign policy decision. That's a stupid way to look at things. And you need to tell people that. You need to tell them that's fucking retarded. It's short-sighted. It's dumb. Because guys, say it with me. Nationalism versus globalism. Let's do that. America first. Let's do that. Now, the way that the IDF handled this, it's very funny. This comes from Haaretz. Top IDF spokesperson tells U.S. Jews Israel failed to minimize Gaza casualties. Hamas won PR war by knockout. Yeah, no shit. Because I'm seeing right-wing websites say, Oh, the poor Israel. Israel was just so great and innocent. And then I am seeing the left-wing website, the dominating narrative among uh, places like MSNBC uh, is, Oh, oh, poor Palestinians and whatever. What does this have to do with you? What is your mission? It's to put America first and put our interests first. Stop flying foreign flags. Stop it. It makes all of the normies uncomfortable. Okay? Don't you want to wake up, men and women? Do you want to make a real difference, or you just want to like take out your hatred for Jews? Because if you want to talk about the hatred for Jews, uh, you know we could just talk about that all day, and then you know, uh, speaking, I could just be like every other fucking podcast, okay? But guys, we've got we we've got a limited lifetime to do things in. A lot of us are getting old. You gotta do it the right way. Do it in the right way. The Overton window's already been moved. Look at how Democrats are basically Trumpian at this point. The Overton window was being moved. Do you remember when we all freaked out during the second presidential debate in 2016 when Donald Trump named George Soros? Do you remember just about, what, four or five years ago when blacks were flooding major cities and setting everything on fire and the world seemed to be okay with it and sympathetic? Dude, we're making strides. But I need you to stop flying foreign flags. You don't actually like the Palestinians, I would hope. And if you do, you're a dumbass. You don't. This is how you move forward. Ron Paul said the best shit about Israel. We need to stop giving them money. That's how you win this. But if you don't want to win, then I don't know what to tell you. Then this, then the show ain't for you. And please, come on, so Spicky and I can just make fun of you like a ton. Because you're obviously either short-sighted or, or not serious. Now, I know anybody that's probably listening to this thing probably knows this. Because what's the rule, guys? What is rule 8 of OIWD? You don't fly foreign flags. That's why OIWD doesn't have a flag. We just have, like, sweet-ass posters that say, get your future, idiot. And you should get your future, idiot. And he can do that by just understanding that neither of these people are your friend. And the enemy of my enemy is my friend is exactly what got us into this fucking situation to begin with. You're smarter than that. Now go make your friends smarter than that. What's your take, Spicky? Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things where as much as I fucking hate the Jews... Uh, Honestly, more than most people I know, I, I'm pretty well in control of it. And I can sit here and say, I hope that the Jews, I hope that Israel genocides Palestine. I hope it happens. Could you imagine how that would look for them? It wouldn't look good for them on a global scale. I can tell you that. 
Let it happen. I don't care. It has nothing to fucking do with me at this point. But now, Spicky, but Spicky, we're funding that. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, that, would, oh. that wouldn't be like a thing that we could actually use to our advantage. You'd be like, why are we paying for those bullets? Yeah. Well, that I mean, that that that's a pretty good point. I mean, it would look... The only person who would defend them at that point, if they went in there and just fucking massacred every Palestinian, the only person in this world that would defend them would be Nikki Haley. And Laura, and Laura Loomer. <laughs> Laura Loomer, yes. Yeah, she's over there like, yeah, look, they fucking... These Palestinians, they tried to invade. No, they're on the opposite side of fucking Palestine, and they just got what a, what a savage fucking tweet, though, when she was like 58-0. It's like, oh, my God, you're a bitch. <laughs> they're yeah. still human-ish. Like, what the hell? <sighs> what did Jacob Wool have to say about this? Oh, man. But, I'm but, sure I he... mean, to be honest, like, I don't... I, I've said it before, man. Like, I I want a full-scale nuclear war between the countries of the Middle East, and they just all kill each other. I don't give a fuck. No, well, Spiky, I oh, the, the Israel, Israel doesn't have the nukes. Don't worry about it there, Goy. Uh, I don't it's... care about the fallout from the nukes. I don't care. I want them fucking gone. That's what I, I want. I don't, I don't care how it happens, but it doesn't involve me. Let them fight to the fucking death. They've been doing it for fucking centuries. Eons, They're not yeah. going to stop. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, if one side won, I mean, what what, what would it be? I mean, like, all the, the, you know, like, say we get rid of Israel. Does that mean, like, all the Muslims are going to stop? I mean, no, it doesn't. Uh, it, I'm not taking a side in it, and any patriot shouldn't. You know, anybody who actually cares about this country shouldn't. Yes, you should be so very concerned about uh israel uh, the israeli lobby and 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 apac and all the shit you should be very very concerned about that and you should do your best to try to uh you know get people to uh be aware of that but waving a foreign flag and being like oh palestine is not the way to do it it's just not because one it's disingenuous because they're trash people you know it uh you don't want them living here and two you're just you just it's just not a good, it's just not a good look. I mean, it really is just very stupid. Um, I don't know, man. I, it just, I, it makes me mad. It makes me mad because yeah, I don't understand how all of our friends, uh, for the most part are not, you know, like, they're like, Oh, I'm a nationalist. It's like, are you though? Cause it seems like, yeah. Like you still want a medal. Uh, it seems like you still want a medal in, in the Middle East. I mean, you know, unless people think they're doing like some weird psyop thing, which is not going to work. Uh, but unless you think you're doing some weird psyop thing, like, what are you doing? Like, I mean, honestly, like, please step up, take a step back, and guys, like, tell this to your friends. Take a step back and like, what are you doing? You know, you're you're you're, you're just supporting another foreign entity over a foreign entity that you don't like. Like, you know who did that? The fucking neocons. All right. Um, it's it, it, uh, that's I, that the whole reason we have the situation that we do in, in Iran uh, is because neocons, you know, um, it's 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 just very stupid. It's just it's just such a dumb thing. And it should I, I would imagine that it should come very uh, simply to people of like, is this good for America? You know, like your main focus should be. Let's try to pull as much funding from Israel as possible. Not all oh, these poor Palestinians. They're garbage. You know they're garbage. You don't want them as neighbors. Like come from this from a from a place of honesty. Uh, because that's a place where we can get uh, most Americans don't like 
Palestinians anyway. So what are you going to do? You think you're going to like turn them against Israel by being like, oh, look, that's what the media is. Well, the leftist media is trying to do right now. And they're just having this weird fight. And that has nothing to do with us. We are Americans. <laughs> this is America. Um, <laughs> uh, we should do an edit of that. And this is America. And it'll just be clips of like Fox News and MSNBC, like saying who's to blame for some shit that doesn't concern us. I mean, the Palestinians are not they're not good and they're not uh, innocent in this. It's just, it's just stupid. It's just, it's two retards fighting. And, uh, you know, I just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think we, we might need a, we might need a long one for this. Cause I just need a second. I mean, like I'm a, I'm, I'm a journalist, uh, myself. So I'm a good one. I mean, do you just make shit up? And- I would gladly fucking welcome that. Fucking doubt it. Surely you're not some fucking super retarded ninja running around just eating shit. Uh, I'd be more than happy. I'm fine with it. I don't care. Spicky, it's our last uh, our, our last article of the night, and this one is is real fucking funny. This comes from the come comes from our leaf friends. Over there in Canada, human rights application launched against Windsor body waxing business by transgender woman. <laughs> okay. It, it gets so much better, too. It gets so much better. A Windsor business specializing in body hair removal is facing a human rights tribunal of Ontario complaint after the alleged denial of service to a transgender woman. The complaint, uh, complainant seeks compensation in the amount of $50,000. I assume it's, uh, you know, Canadian dollars for immense harm to my dignity. That's what you can sue somebody for in Canada is immense harm to your, to your dignity. I actually, I think that this already happened in Canada. If you get fucking owned on Twitter, you can go to fucking jail over it. All right. Uh- <laughs> This is a good one to end on. This is a good one. Uh, According to the complaint filed through the tribunal, the complaint indicates in the application that she contacted, she contacted Mad Wax. No, come on. Mad Wax in Windsor Windsor in March to inquire about getting her legs waxed. She, okay, I've got to use proper pronouns here. Uh, He says that uh, he also asked whether transgender women were welcome for waxing services. After a conversation with the employee, he was told the manager would follow up. When the manager, John Curthrews, Curthrews, I don't know, John Syrup, uh, returned her call, his call. Oof, this is complicated. Uh, the complainant alleges uh, that Jason... Maple syrup uh, advised that Mad Wax does not provide waxing services to men and that his waxer is a Muslim woman who is not comfortable max- waxing male parts. I told you it got better. Uh, Maple syrup also indicated no other staff were available to perform the request. The complainant claims to have offered to educate the manager on his duty to accommodate with then sought waxing services elsewhere. Offered to offer to educate the manager on his duty at his business for the Muslim to touch a dude's boner. A dude in a dress. 
Maple Syrup, who is the president and CEO of Mad Wax Windsor, Windsor uh, Camp Incorporated, confirmed he has been served with a complaint and has retained legal services from some fucking dude. All clients, regardless of sex, gender, gender identity, or sexual orientation, are welcome, said Maple Syrup. However, we also welcome staff members and respect their religious beliefs and feelings of safety and dignity in regards to the right to not perform waxing services on male or male genitals. Uh, the application to the HRTO says Maple Syrup's uh, refusal to provide me with leg waxing services because I am a transgender woman and their disclosing of my name, gender identity, and personal information to various media outlets has left me feeling threatened, exposed with my rights uh, violated in terms of seeking services as a woman in the uh, Windsor-Essex community. Um, this is this is peak neoliberalism. Like this is amazing. Cuz where who who wins in the progressive stack? Who wins? Is it the guy in a dress or is it the muzzy that shouldn't be in Canada to begin with? I, I don't I don't know. I mean, where do you well, it's like listen, I feel bad for this guy who's just like, you know, just some do-gutter fucking asshole, uh soy boy piece of crap. But he's left now with, obviously, yes, I would imagine he has to side with his employee. And I want to know how much, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I just imagine this like Jeffree Star or somebody. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I think that's the only tranny I know. And that was back from the MySpace days. Because like he has a makeup line and shit. Uh, yeah. Real, real freak. You seen him? Jeffree Star? No, and if you send it to me, I'm fucking blocking. Oh, I'm gonna you. send it to you, dude. I'm gonna send it to you. <laughs> Everybody, look up Jeffrey Star. Yeah. There's like, but like that—that's what I'm picturing doing this. Like somebody who looks like that, right? Um, it's like, dude, like wax your own legs. Like, don't you have your own suicide to plot? Like, I don't understand. But where I mean, where is this? Like this poor little guy. You know, he just wants to go home to his Nintendo Switch, and like here he is. He hired a Muslim because he thought, like, I'm going to be accepting. And then now he has to deal with this fucking Muslim <laughs> woman. And then this, like, angry man in a dress that's now serving him with some legal shit. Because, you know, I mean, it, it, this, is the, this is the absolute state of, of the neoliberalist bullshit left like it's fucking amazing it's so fucking funny like I, I feel bad for him to to a certain degree but this is what you get dickhead this is what you get like what does he do spicky yeah it's kind of funny like the government's basically forcing you to touch a dick i don't want to touch oh, that dick. but it's a muslim so like what are they gonna do who's higher yeah. who's, who's higher on the progressive stack oh what a clusterfuck it's amazing I this is what it gets you yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I expect uh, many more cases of uh, <laughs> just really, I don't even know how to word it. It's so fucking bad. Like, just, <laughs> what a fucked up thought. Just, I don't want to touch that dick. Uh, I'm, I'm in it for the pussy. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, no, 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 no. No, I'm going to serve you with some fucking papers, probably a lawsuit. We're going to go down the fucking list and uh, you're, you're going to be fucking named and shamed because you didn't fucking wax a cock. A weird boner. 
from we'll a dude see, in a fucking dress. We'll see the reason that, you know, she doesn't want to wax the weird boner is because she's a Muslim. So like the only male genitals she can see or touch or anything like that. And that's something the Muslims got right. Well, you know, it's her husband's right. Like it's just, she's, she, you know, she's like, I, yeah. you know, I can't see boners cause that's, you know, my religious beliefs. So I, I am going to, I, I don't, I don't know. Like it, it's a coin toss here. Well, yeah, I don't <laughs> burn it all down. I don't give a fuck. Because, like, on the one—I mean, on the one side, it's like, okay, Canada is a godless land, but she worships the devil anyway. So, like, I—I I, I don't know. I—I yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, are they going to respect religious beliefs over, you know, uh, make-believe beliefs? Uh, you know, not They're that her beliefs are make-believe, but. Well, yeah, whatever, atheist. But uh, you know, that's coming from a like a legal sense. Like, what are they going to do? Because like they're at a crossroads here, where you've either got to say Muslims have to do this or trannies, <laughs> of like rule. Like it's 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 the best thing that could have happened. Like this is this is peak neoliberal society. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, what it's going to come down to is uh, basically a vote to see which one outweighs the other, Muslims or trannies. I I, I kind of think that Muslims are going to win this one because how many yeah, like I tranny so how many tranny suicide bombings have there been? Uh, well, there was the YouTube shooting, but that wasn't a suicide bombing. Yeah, yeah. And are we sure? I mean, we like Nassim. I don't know if Nassim was a tranny or not, but uh, I, I like we never. We never. Down. It's like the Vegas shooting. You know, we just never got uh, closure on that one. Like, and they're like, "Oh, what's the motive?" They won't give you the motive on uh, on on Vegas, but uh, all we want to know is the gender <laughs> of the YouTube shooter. But I mean, it's I, it's just amazing. And like fifty thousand dollars for immense harm to my dignity. Immense harm. Now, any normal sane person, any sane person would go, like, Spicky, how many times have you been told, like, ah, sorry, pal, you're too drunk and not served at a bar? Uh, twice. I mean, it's uh, over here in the U.S., you know, we've got, uh, hey, bars in New York can say, you're wearing a Make America Great Again hat, fuck you. But we also have, you know, thanks to anarcho-tyranny, we've got uh, Bake the Cake, bigot. Like, it's it's just, this is what happens when you just allow too much insanity to go on. Like, uh, you know, you're, oh, what's your whole life? I'm a victim of society. It's like, well, it didn't really seem like it. Because, like, dude, if you or I uh, were kicked out of a place for being too racist, of which I have been, uh, you know, screaming things very drunken bars very very racistly i i don't have a fucking lawsuit i can't be like no 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 no. i identify as a fucking racist okay you you, you got nothing you got nothing it's it's just odd it's just so odd it's fucking it's a, hilarious it's a fucking clusterfuck it's something beautiful i don't know <laughs> yeah, I, I love this i i it just I don't know if I want more of this or less of this. I mean, I know I want more of this in Canada just because I want to yeah. see like, I want, I, basically what's going to happen is Justin Trudeau is going to get both of these people a lot of money and then blow them. Like that's, that's, that's the only thing that that can happen here. Um, <laughs> I just thought this was too, it's too fucking funny. Um, so we are a little bit over 
uh, which is fine. You know, that's the way that it is. We're not going to expand the show to three hours on the regular, but I feel like Spicky and I could do this damn thing three hours a day every fucking day if I didn't have to work so much and he didn't have to work so much. But, uh, you know, we try to uh, we try to do the best that we can. It's always a shame when we come to this point and we've got to let you go. Uh, but, you know, have fun at work or if you're here with us live, um, you know, have fun uh, uh, going to bed. Remember, 10.30 p.m., no matter what time you have to be up, is the ideal bedtime. And, um, yeah, that's, that's about it. Uh, go ahead and tell your friends. We would appreciate it because we're always out here trying to provide you with the, the correct answers. Um, cause I need you to point to a time that, that I've been wrong in the past three or four months. Uh, or that Spicky hasn't, uh, called you a cunt. So, uh, guys, I guess that's the show. And, uh, for everybody out there, um, you know, you can, you can follow us on the old Twitter, uh, except for Spicky doesn't have a, doesn't have a Twitter, uh, at the moment, but, uh, you know, we'll get, we'll get it back on there. doesn't really matter. Uh, and I guess we will go ahead and, uh, see you, uh, see you next time.